made the show snitch on me? He snitched on you as it always does. Bitch. <laughs> 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 All right, what's up, everybody? We got a new episode of Cadillac on Mars. Uh, you got me, Chalfie. You got my homie T. Uh, Delvin is recording another show with white people, so that's that's what he's on. They right are now. both really white. That's true, <laughs> you know. So it's just like, okay, I see where you're lying. So what I'm gonna do life. is. <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it in this box over here. I'm gonna keep it in this other screen over here, right? Oh, so you can time him. <laughs> and, and we'll see how long before it ends. And yeah. him and he come over here. Right. He's, <laughs> he's claiming he'll be here, but you know, you know how he does. They, he likes the they live they in the midst of good car. They were here giggling, chuckling, yeah. looking like they in the midst of good mm-hmm. conversation. No rush. The also the other it. thing too is Delvin does all these shows on the network, but he barely talks. <laughs> <laughs> They're always doing all the talking. <laughs> No, but I told him, I was like, you know, if you can get over here, great. If you can't, no worries. We'll make it work. But, uh, you know, we'll still do our thing. We still got the two main shining stars over here. You so, know I'm riding shotgun in the lake. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know Delvin rides the hump. <laughs> <laughs> Even if no one is in the back. Oh, Don't my hump. God. What's the good word, man? How the hell are you? How you been? Uh, you know, just been uh, actually really, really busy. Like home wise, work wise, like everything's been like on the go. Um, but been on a, a few adventures lately. Like um so back, I think it was last Coachella. Okay, so let me take it further back. It was like before Coachella, my son and I had gone to go see um Kenny Beats, who is a producer. He does DJ sets. Um yeah. he um does this like kind of like a mini show called um D-O-T-S, don't overthink shit. And so um, when we saw him last year, it was like Zach Fox, Paris, Texas. And oh, I can't remember the young lady's name, but her singing is phenomenal. Um, and so it was like a really good show. And then when when Kenny comes out, he does just like a full live like DJ set. And so um, I was telling my wife about it because he kicks out the jams too. Like he mixes like old music with like new music. And when I say old music, I mean our old music which is like mid 90s early 2000s you know so he'll do that but then like throw in like playboy cardi and just then add in like prodigy and shit it's crazy it's a really good set so then i had told my wife about how fun that was and then he performed at coachella so we had watched it from the house yeah and so my wife was into it she was just like oh man this guy's amazing i would have loved to have gone to the show so then um not that long ago like maybe right towards the end of like winter break um he announced that he was just going to do one small and when i say small show i'm talking think school auditorium size show like tiny and uh so it was at this place called uh don quixote heads up nintendo shack seems to have ended now oh all right we'll see now let's we'll see, see how long it takes Dell if he joins us he's gonna lie keep going, keep going. <laughs> uh so this place don quixote it's in boyle heights it tends to host like uh all kinds of random ass events you can't just be naming a city boyle heights <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta people don't know that shit you gotta give us close to this is how far from i guess from you in general it would be considered like downtown la area okay uh just out slightly outside of it um but I mean, you motherfuckers got Google? Google that shit. <laughs> we don't even know how to spell Boyle Heights. It's like B-O-I-L-E. 60 ways I can do that. It could have been B-O-I-L. B-O-I-L-E. It could be any number of things. Don't be playing us. You know, well, that you know, that's part of the adventure, man. I have to be the voice of the listener here. Like give me some guidance. Fuck the listeners. <laughs> read a book, bitch. <laughs> you don't even read books. Shut that shit up. Fuck reading. 
I got one rule. You know what that rule is? Okay. All right. Well, you got down to Boyle Heights to to the to the to the club. Go yeah, so on. Get down so. to the club, and we get in, and um, so it was it was uh, shit. It was Zach Fox again. I can't remember the second artist, and then uh, and like I said, Kenny Beats doing their thing. They all did DJ sets, and uh, it was just a lot of fun because it was just. What he his goal, like he even said it because I had said it right before, and then maybe like two minutes later, I was like, Oh, he's really trying to create like a boiler room environment. Which, if you've seen those DJ sets like on YouTube, it's just everyone everywhere, even behind like the DJ and shit, where it's like they're just they're DJing from the crowd, and that's what it really felt like. It was just people everywhere, everyone having a good time, so that was like a lot of fun, and then after that. Um, so I was just glad my wife got to experience like the, uh, the Kenny beats experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, I knew that right down the way, cause my wife likes to try new places. Um, and so there's a, there's a bar in downtown LA called CDMX, which is Mexico city. That's like the abbreviation of it. Uh, so we went to Mexico city. Mexico. <laughs> Mexico City. Yeah. I'm like, what? Dude, man, this letter ain't making no sense. It does yeah, now. Down, man. So, <laughs> so we went to CDMX and uh, that was a fucking ton of fun too because it's like, this is where I feel like, damn, I wish places like this would have existed when I was younger because yeah. like Latin bars were really like very country in a sense. You know, like, and when I say country, I mean, I'm talking Mexico. Like, it was like mariachi fucking guys in boots and cowboy hats type of shit, you know? Yeah. Whereas I'm from the other sort of generation of Latinos. That's like, uh, we are more into the, uh, yeah, I guess, dark wave uh, sort of somber a sound. More, a little more urbane. A yeah. little less, you know. It's like Rich. it's the same theme because you know you know when you when you're listening to like Spanish music it really is about like sadness and heartache, and then the flip side is you know you listen to like the other side and it's like I mean that's what like the Morrissey and the Smiths are in a sense. Yeah. I'm about to say it's either sad country songs or Morrissey. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we went into this place and immediately it's like it was like a good amount of people. I mean we were there late, like we probably pulled up about like one o'clock maybe, but it was like. Just it's still a good amount of people in there. They were dancing. They were singing their fucking hearts out. Yes. And, you know, some songs were in English. Some songs were in Spanish. But it was still, like I said, it was that very Smith's Morrissey type of vibe going on in there. Uh, drinks were pretty good. And it was just like, it just really, like, continued the vibe through. So, like, that was a ton of fun. Um, and then a complete contrast to this is uh, we, we've hit up this local pizza place called The Fourth Horseman. Mm -hmm. It is a full like it's 21 and over like you no kids are allowed to go in and um it is a full like heavy metal like pizza beer bar you know like that and when i say metal i'm not talking about like no stupid motley crew fucking uh not hair metal you talking about just, some old i'm talking european shit i'm talking i'm talking like <laughs> death metal like they were playing deaf heaven in there they were playing um what else were they they were playing a uh, high on fire like, it was just, man, it was just good, heavy shit. So that place, too, a vibe is a vibe. If you just, yeah, yeah. if you're, if you're tuned in, you can be like, man, I don't like that shit. Nah, it's fun as fuck. And the pizza's really good, too. So, like, um, we've just been enjoying it. Look at Delvin. Did you all start? Did you not read the text, motherfucker? 
Yeah, tell me, did you all start? <laughs> I text him back and say, yes, get in. <laughs> um, so that's been, that was like super fun. And like I said, just really just trying to be like out and about and not be stuck home. And then um, we got an exciting day coming up. On the first is my daughter's birthday, and uh, she is growing up way too soon. It was like last year she went from, you know, the kid who plays with dolls and is like wants to hang out with their friends to this year. She's one of those people that's out here terrorizing the Sephora's and the uh, Ulta's. Him and her little homegirls, all fucking, you know, four foot and under fucking mafia style. <laughs> so... It's it's nice though. She's gonna be twelve years old. Like I said, she's kind of. It's one of those where it's like, oh shit, you're like you are growing up like yeah. super quick. Um, but so she's just uh, she's gonna have a little event where um, they're gonna have like a going to like kind of like a salon, I guess you could say. And then they're <laughs> gonna they're gonna it's like her and like four or five other friends, and the lady there is gonna teach them how to like do appropriate skincare. Because she was like, listen, all these girls are putting all this fucking shit on their faces right now. And at their age, their skin is like flawless. They're actually fucking up their skin by yeah. throwing all this stuff on there because they're like, well, the girl on YouTube said. And it's like, yeah, because that's for like 38 year olds. Like <laughs> you don't need skin rejuvenation. You mm. are rejuvenated. Like you, 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 you don't need. The, you, you, are are they, you are what the, you are what they want to be. Yeah, you are what they want. They're like, well, I want that young, flawless skin. Yeah. That's you. That's what they're talking about. You are going to be 12. That Yeah, this is all presents and shit. You are good to go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, um what was I going to say? So she um so she's super like that's going to be a fun event for her. She's going to have her girlfriends with her and then I think they'll they'll give them like a tutorial as well and just like how to apply makeup. But I was looking at it as like these are good life skills. Yeah, too. who dug this up? This is amazing. Where would y'all find this at? Uh, it's just, I think my wife saw like a friend of a friend might have done it. So she hit up the friend and she was like, oh, it's just this local place around the corner. And I was like, damn, this lady, she locked into something real smart, especially yeah. with like how these young ones are, are playing right now. If this takes off, she might as well give up the fucking hairstyling business and just do this 24 seven. Uh, Teaching lessons, man. Life lessons to the kiddos, bro. Could go seriously. super far. So I was just yeah. like, man, that's fucking cool. Like, that's really, really nice. So, um, you know, that's a that's a ton of fun. And then tomorrow, my wife and I, if you, you ever watch Broad City? I did watch part of the first season and a half of Broad City. Yes. yes. Okay. No, we're going to go see Alana Glazer Alana. tomorrow. And uh, Box cannot stand her comedy. Really? <laughs> yeah. He, she bothers that man. And I, I and so you have to tell me your, what you think of her, her. Her stand-up styling, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's not normally that's not really what she started. She she was an improv. Yeah, exactly. Which is not the same as a no. as a stand-up, and so I wonder how how it crosses over. But yeah, yeah, my wife really wanted to go, and I was just like, "Fuck it, let's go, let's check it out." Because I'll be really honest with you, I don't know what to expect. I only know her from Broad City and from a few online sketches. I assume it's probably just going to be her being wacky. <laughs> so. You ever watch uh, After Party on uh, Apple TV? Yes. Uh huh. She she did pretty good in that in that season of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I dug her on there. But again, that's acting and you know yeah, improv and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But I will I will report back. I will report very back. Very good. I'll so um, know. 
that's kind of like, I mean, it's just been like keeping busy and getting out and just, you know, not really being home much. And then, um, you know, this weekend was fucking beautiful. Like, I'm just going to rub it in uh, on the rest of the country. I feel bad for you guys. Because let me tell you, fucking, it was like 80. Um, I was telling T earlier, like, blue skies, no cloud, just sunny, just like, oh, shit, I'm going to wear shorts. Like, this is fucking rad. And then just got in the old car and just kind of cruised out a little bit on Saturday, cruised a little bit on Sunday, hit up uh, one of the local coffee shops because uh, they'd be doing it right. And it was just like, let's just get out. So it was very much like the ideal, like, California winter. <laughs> I was like, what high taxes? Who cares? Like, it was nice. I was like, <laughs> hey, it's, it's more uh, high taxes and high gas prices. I'll be seeing y'all gas prices. And I'll be sitting there like, this is, this is problematic. Yeah, I mean, gas prices are crazy, but guess what? I got an electric car. I don't give a fuck. What? The, the, the intention, I know what their intention is, is to make people like, look, don't drive, catch them, some mass transit and or yeah. consider a, a a fuel alternative vehicle. Yeah. And so I know it, it probably works, yeah. but it's it's probably a bunch of motherfuckers who are like, I, I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to keep buying petrol. And I'm like, well, you know what's fucking crazy right now is it does feel like, uh, God damn, when was that? Maybe like 2005? When everyone had giant ass SUVs and it was like, oh, you have a giant SUV, but no family. Like you just like your car's way too big. Right now it's just these gigantic trucks. Like gigantic, gigantic trucks. And it's like, why do you have such a big ass truck? Like, like you know, you're not you're not hauling. You shit. don't even you don't even truck. You know yeah. <laughs> you don't be trucking stuff here and there. Every time I see it, I'm like, yo, this is wild disrespect for the, the people who actually need big trucks for their job. Yeah. You're just I'll see like a little like, you know, four foot, like you say, a four foot nothing woman driving a, a fucking F-150 super cab. And I'm like, by herself even. So that right. makes it even worse. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop. And then <laughs> and then have the sticker on. And it's usually this crowd too that has the fucking uh uh you know, some fucking proud boy ass type of stickers that's like biden did this type of thing and that's like exactly no you chose to buy that truck like you could have so, not. so you're gonna pay the seven to eight dollars a gallon to keep that bitch full that's on you yeah that's on you like you knew what it was and if you've lived in california the prices have always been like that so that's kind of on yeah. you but uh yeah aside from that like you know kind of things that just been busy and have been on the go but uh What's like, like on your side of the world, bro? It's winter. It's 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 it, it, which means it's not it's not stupid cold. Like so I've been actually because I'm trying to close my get my uh my January watch thing. So it, mean, it okay. means I've been I've been having to get out and do some some walking because it's a very specific thing I had to do this month was uh walk X amount per day mo uh, X amount of days. And I was like, so I got to get out here when it snowed. I don't know, a couple weeks back, and it was slow. So it was like bad snow. It got and like we never actually normally get hit on this side of the town with the, mm -hmm. the the bad snow, but we got hit this time. And where it normally snows, they got like hardly any. When you say so, bad snow, like what is that? So we have okay. So I I I live in uh, Northeast Ohio, uh, listeners, and so I sit right at on uh, the city I live in. Lives is literally the 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 northern northern part of the city stops at the lake that is the Great Lake that is Lake Erie. Okay. We have what are what is known as lake effect snow. What that means is the way the the way the the the, the weather travels, it comes across the lake, and if the lake is still thawed, mm -hmm. meaning I'm saying that there's still water on there, uh -huh. then it'll start getting a, a snow machine kind of cranks up. Oh, okay, okay, I get and what you're so saying. most of the time, 
I, you know, I live like here and then like you go here, you know, here and then the snow really get the machine really gets to cranking uh-huh. and on that on the east side is what it is. They normally get just obliterated by snow. Okay. My side of town, it normally I get some snow, but it'll keep moving because I just kind of sit it, the way we sit in, 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 on the lake is just enough. So it doesn't normally cause much issue. But this time the snow wasn't lake snow. It was just snow. Like legit snow. <laughs> Yeah, and it and it came in and basically like just hit us uh, pretty hard all at once, and so you know. But then, like seriously, like two days later, it's like fifty five degrees. Yeah. So it's like it's like it snowed. It was terrible, and then it just was you know they plowed it. Then it kind of froze, and so the kids like end up missing like so they had Martin Luther King Day. My my son, I mean you know mm-hmm. I say the kids because but Xander had to go to work, so I they like yeah. he he couldn't whatever. He's so like, Martin Luther King Day off. <laughs> Next day back to school. Next day after that, no school because it's so cold out. They didn't want the kids having to walk to school. Damn. Go back to school the next day. Next day after that, don't go to school because it's going to be a storm. And I was like, I was going to say it's going to be a storm. And then it ended up being a storm. So it was real bad. <laughs> it's like the snow came through. But then, I don't know, man. It's just it's, it's just vibes. You deal with it. I get out, like I said, it, once the sidewalks are cleared and so forth, I get out and walk anyway. So it's not too terrible. But it's just like, and I'm not driving nowhere. This, this is where I could be like chilling in Cali style. Cause like I said, yeah. I, I work from home. Everything is tight in my general area. I can get to and fro with, without much of anything. So it's just been just really, really that's been my main kind of kind of situation that, and I've been working. And also because of that, I've been working on trying to get my video editing skills together. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. And so now I'm trying okay. to work on developing them. Cause I've been putting up uh, videos of, of, of my show on a, uh, on uh youtube or for the patrons it's just a video version of the show but i was like i need to know how to do how to work that and so i did uh i paid for this damn adobe suite so i was like let me go ahead and uh take advantage because they get they come with classes so i mm-hmm. took the tutorials fucking with them and trying to learn so i learned how to do some stuff uh last week that immediately has gone out of my mind so i have to redo these tutorials <laughs> Wait, so you're not just, just using cap cut like the kids where they just throw it all together in their phone like in five minutes <laughs> nah, well, it, it, it's, it'd be overly involved and then i'd have to like have all that all kinds of large files on my phone I've gotten yeah. no i'd like to learn how, learn how to do it in in adobe legit and so i figured out how to put the theme song at the beginning of the video you know what I'm saying we have a theme song i learned how to put the the art at a specific point mm-hmm. and then let it play throughout uh the thing as the theme song plays for that like minute uh, that the theme song plays i got i nice. figured that out i figured out how to do some transitions you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so it don't just just immediately jump to figure out how to clip some video out because like i said you know we had to start with time that is do our clap off but nobody needs to watch us clapping off and all that good shit and all the pre-banter because it ain't really doing nothing for nobody yeah so i learned how to clip that out of the video and so it's, it's been, I don't know, man, it's in dope learning that and, and, and putting it to putting it to the test. And then this week yeah. I'm like, when you hear Skim this week, uh, I'm playing, a, I play a, a TikTok uh, video on it. And I'm like, how can I just inset that TikTok video in the video? And so I'm looking that up. So that's that's my test this week. Nice. So it, 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 it might end up being a later video than a later out video, but yeah. it might have some extra little bells and whistles to it. So just working on that kind of shit, man, trying to get it together. That's tight. And then yeah. we, we do got Delvin in the house. He's over here marathon and podcast like back to back out here like a fucking relay race. Wasn't trying to do that, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. But before we get into Delvin, I got I do got uh, one uh, uh, question for Tia. One thing I want to talk about, and that's these uh, these existential cakes, man. 
Yo, that cake was beautiful, right? Yeah, my my wife has been like hooked on the, on their Instagram, even though it's far away. We're like, do they got these cakes out here? Because those shits are wild. <laughs> I'm sure somebody making them got got the, got the vibe like that. Uh, yeah, man, that, that was a that, that Vanessa just it popped up on Vanessa's IG. She uh, ended up liking it. Was like, yo, I want that cake, and I'm like, oh, so man. to be clear, we're talking about actual cake. Yeah, yeah, as opposed not, to not like three cakes. Yeah, cheeks. No, no, sir. <laughs> not, just clarify. Not, not, not the cakes or the yams. Okay, just talking making about, sure. Talking about you know the pastry. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. Just making well, sure. When she said it, I was on that shit. I was like, mm, well, that's a bag. But that's that's because for just about our entire, I, I, yeah, even before we was officially a couple, I, I like the the like the year we like later that year when we like was like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I have gotten Vanessa birthday cakes. Mm. And it fucks her head up every time because she, she she says how her family never did that for her. Uh huh. So, oh, so that's big. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a tradition. I'm going to murder off anytime soon either. But yeah. I try to get her real nice and special birthday cakes for her various birthdays. She says she wanted that shit. I hit the lady up. I go, hey man, I know you out here in in in, in Toledo. Can you ship? And she goes, no, nah, there's no way I can ship. But people do come and pick them up. And I was like, yo, I'm a, I'm gonna come do that. How and far so I, is Toledo? Uh, about ninety minutes uh, west okay. of here. Yeah, yeah. Not too again. You know, America people, 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 but people in Europe would probably be like, "That's a whole nother accent." If mm-hmm. I went to drive to drive that far, but for yeah. us, that ain't shit. It really I is. Mean, a- ninety minutes LA miles is like fifteen miles, but <laughs> for you, that might be different. <laughs> it's actually about it's it's about uh it's about it's about eighty five ninety miles west. Okay, yeah, ninety, so if you, 90 minutes for, here. It's not far. That's also that's about. I was about to say that's something people have have have, have said. That Americans fucking relative time as opposed to actual distance. Yeah. So let me give you, let me give you that. It, it's it's about it's about uh, 85, 90 miles west of here. Okay. And uh, so I just got up, hit the road, and that day that was wild about that day. It was like a windy ass day, like like a windstorm kind of day. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Yeah, I gotta do it. So let me just go get yeah. to it. So I'm getting That's a commitment too, because then you're looking at. I mean, when you add it all up, it's probably like four hours total up and sure. back. Yeah, yeah. But it was beautiful. The lady was like, "Hey, yo, it'll be right here in this cooler on my porch. Just pick it up." Because not like a store. She has, you know, this coming out of her house for right now. Oh, this is from her crib. Yeah, that's that, that's that's a that's a, a, a woman selling cakes. You know oh what shit! Saying? I thought it was from like a shop shop. She, yeah, she don't have a shop yet, so. Damn, she deserves a shop because those cakes yeah. are fucking great. Came, came in this gorgeous matte black box uh-huh. with a gold. She had to take the gold candle to the box up to the say. So I already, so I had a candle. Yeah. Although, come on, bro. You know, I stopped and got the birthday candles for my lady. But, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely gorgeous and uh, gluten free. And I didn't fuck with that because I'm a cake ass snob. I'm a cake yeah. snob and gluten free. Not for your boy. Vanessa <laughs> liked it, and that's all that matters. Yes, especially <laughs> if it's her cake. But I mean, that's tight, man. Like, that's really yeah. good. But yeah, looking at the styles and the designs that this person does, we might have to put their, their Instagram in the show notes. I'll be send it to me or something. Uh, but just to even scroll through, like, it's good for reading. You know, yeah. like, there's just, just a good time to, to see it. Very, you know what it is? It's, it's very clever. And not only are them being clever, they look amazing. Like, they look really, really good. Or I was like, I want one of these cakes. So tight what's up delvin how you doing man doing pretty good man it's just been 
a long month. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Let me yeah, just start man. off with, uh, we did record a So Tell Me recently, and uh, that'll give more details as to why this is a long month. <laughs> and it's still a long Ooh, month. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been something. Yeah. That's wild. And, and we almost had to do like a little bit of adjusting to record um, Nintendo Shack, and that was the thing. We just got to finish recording that, so mm-hmm. people got Nintendo Shack, and now I'm here. Now you bounce over here. What's uh, what's new with uh, with you and your your lady, man? What adventures you guys been on? Well, it's been a, it's been pretty good, you know. No complaints. Um, this week we're supposed to go to the Keys because it's our one year anniversary. Is it shit? Is it already no? Yeah. No, it's been a year. Damn, that's crazy. I, I I've told I think I've told this story here before, but the night we started talking was the same well it was the day I guess it was the day after the Boys to Men concert. I was about yeah, to say I, I remember, remember being that. around Boys to Men. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So it was like um so it's our anniversary from when we first started talking. So I was like February fourth. So yeah. Damn, that's wild. What a fast year. Well I have I have witnessed this entire relationship. Yeah this is yeah. insane. <laughs> that's also tight. Still going strong. We're um, we plan on going to the keys. Get key for the anniversary. Yeah, it's gonna be it's keys gonna open doors. Sh- These <laughs> jokes can keep going, man. So yeah. what you doing? Oh, I'll, I, I, I had one for you, but I had myself <laughs> muted, so I couldn't say the, my my snow informer joke. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know, and I, you, the listener, you have to know. But but y'all, I think I think y'all pretty much understand it. How much I truly, non ironically, no jokes. Love that song. You would be both. Really does. I really absolutely does. love Informer. Yeah. I, I used love, to I, know the whole song by heart. Yeah, I can oh, I uh that's that that shit is my shit. I love the I love that dude's whole story. Uh I love the, the albums that came after Informer. And uh fuck with it. I'll tell you right now. So I don't say that shit jokingly. Some people are like, ah, and like I remember what Will Will no Will Smith, Lord knows Jim Carrey making fun of him. Cause they both from Toronto, so I mean, I guess yeah. you kind of can make fun of them because they got that kind of whatever. But I'm like, fuck with it all the way. That's my dude. Great I song. love it for great song. The Thank first you. time you said that, I 100 thought you were fucking with me, <laughs> especially because how much you love hip hop and he gets knocked. Yeah, you know that I was like, nah, man, it's fucking with me. And then the conversation kept going, and I was like, oh, he really does like snow. Like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've always said this. I think T kind of agrees with me on this. How people neglect and underestimate the artists they feel like are soft or don't necessarily have to curse you. Like Will Smith's a perfect example of that. Will Smith is a multi-platinum rapper, and people always are condescending towards his rap career, made it seem like it wasn't nothing. Can play the same way, and they kind of discount. Heavy D is another one. They discount what they brought to hip hop. You hip-hop. can't go to a wedding today without getting jiggy with it. Exactly. You know, and I think those records kind of like paved the way for the Ice T's and Ice Cube and for these other artists that we know as underground artists to become mainstream because they like you know if you don't have artists like MC Hammer and Will Smith. 
paving the way, making platinum albums for basically mainstream society to kind of get into hip hop. Mm-hmm. You don't get the Drakes of today. I was gonna say, yeah, you don't get you don't get the Drakes of today for sure. You don't get the Ushers either. You know, these are yeah. people who like they allowed the sort of dance and the rhythm and the sing songiness. Because you brought up Heavy D, and it's like, man, if you don't know Heavy D, like Heavy D really brought the the soul and R and B to it. I mean, he, he was New rap. Jack Swing before New Jack Swing came out. You know, like he was, and he could rap. And that big man was dancing. <laughs> dancing his ass off. Not only could he rap, but he could dance his mm-hmm. ass off, man. And and didn't man. look and didn't look like he was drenched in sweat either. He was man. Yeah. He was something. What I love about hip hop, what I've always loved about hip hop is people telling they're telling their stories. Yes. The reality of hip hop. That's why I get real to kind of touchy when when people are like uh I don't know, kind of not honest. And what's what so you know you bring Snow's example. People are like, oh, he's just faking with that, you know, he just got a fake Jamaican patois. And like this motherfucker, uh, I just want to get his name right. It's, it's Darren O'Brien. I was about to say it was some other, I was about to give him a different last name. Darren O'Brien grew up around a bunch of Jamaican people. He grew mm-hmm. up with that kind of music. He did go to jail for stabbing a motherfucker. All that shit happened. Mm-hmm. He's not that's not a joke. He didn't make that up. This is not like some 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 whatever. This is the things that honestly happened in this dude's life. The lady he sang about in that song, Tammy, was his wife. Mm-hmm. She died of cancer. When I found out she died of cancer recently, like in years, in like in the day, I found out within the I was truly hurt by it because I knew how much he loved that woman. That yeah. shit is crazy, man. Fucking informer. Hands yeah. down. People got to understand, like, some there are people from different cultures and different races that grew up with exactly our music and our is. culture, and they grew up in the environment. So when you grow up in the hood, you pick up on a lot of those things. It's just mm-hmm. the environment plays a big important part of your life so if you grow up listening to ice cube and digital underground you grew up around jamaica listening to jamaican reggae dance hall music you're gonna kind of that's is. gonna kind of it's gonna be part of you you're gonna yeah. gravitate toward it and like i said i, I go i go to toronto regular enough and uh, all around toronto toronto is such an international city i know i say that all the time but it's mm-hmm. like you have to understand it's a little bit of everything that, that made toronto home was so, toronto the one where the well i can't think of the character's name but the the Marvel girl, Miss Marvel, on Disney Plus. Is it Miss Marvel? Yeah, yeah, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel takes place in uh, Jersey City, though. Oh shit! For some reason, I thought it was like in Canada. Nah, nah. Trying to City. think who you trying to think who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. I don't know. I just hate I just hate Snickers. I'm probably I saw it. Your, your your Canadian superheroes are like Wolverine and 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 uh. Whoa, Alpha the, Flight, Alpha Flight, not them dudes. Fucking. Wolverine's Canadian? Yeah. I mean, the comic book Word? character Wolverine, Logan, yes. yes. It's well, I, mean, I know the I know the fucking one of the movies is I, I need well see I need because I don't need motherfuckers to be thinking I'm trying the to one, say Hugh Jack Hugh Jack and is, is Canadian the one, and get mad. The one of the movies is supposed to be Canadian too, but yeah, they don't they yeah, don't they don't what, they don't man, that. You blew my mind. I yeah, thought he's the just government did that to him. What's going on? They they did. The Canadian government did. did do that to him. Yeah, but I'm saying I thought the American. That sounds like the American government, man. Nah, they nah, experiment man. on people. I didn't know it was Canada. <laughs> Blame Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got me fucked up. I, I don't even know reality anymore. I wish I would have saw the face he made with that <laughs> when that bell got rung. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, are you both of you in on this lie? What are you talking about? Anyways. Let's get back to Delvin's lady. We really heard one. Hey, hey, oh, oh, oh. 
mean, not all of them. Hey, I, I, congratulations on almost uh, having a, a been together for a year. That is wild to me. Like I said, yeah. I've been here from the getting out, and I'm and I and I know the, it was like uh, the steps it took to get here. So yeah. proud of you, man. Good yeah, it's shit. been a good ride so far. Oh, I bet it does. And I bet it does. That that's it. <laughs> but it's it's been it's been an interesting journey with me and her, learning each other, and kind of still learning each other, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Getting to know each other, learning different things about each other. It's been it's been fun. I can't say. I will say it's been ninety five percent smooth sailing. Yeah. And even when it's something, yeah, even when it's a great. little turbulent, even when it's a little turbulent, it's never nothing like uh, such a different relationship. It's nothing like you know we're fighting or yelling at each other, none of that type of shit. It's just yeah. like ah, uh, maybe how much, how much how much of that comes from you having been married. Yeah. And having having developed and learned some life lessons from like, hmm, I don't think I want to ever do that again. Or is it just not to not to hate on your, your ex-wife? Maybe your ex-wife just wasn't the lady for you, is what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's, it's some of that. And I think um it's knowing how to deal with certain situations, like um just knowing how to when to talk and when to say something and when not to say something and when somebody not saying this in a bad way it's not a bad way at all don't take it that way when someone needs to get checked in a positive way mm-hmm. knowing how to do it in a way that's constructive yeah. as opposed to destructive so I, think that's very important. I think delvin's learned i think as we all have like social mature maturity and like personal maturity you know because yeah. You know, you're young, you're wild. You know, I say some crazy ass shit just because the emotions got the best of you. Not to say it doesn't happen at our old age, but you know, probably not as frequent. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where you just have conversations. You're like, maybe you shouldn't do it that way. Yeah. That's not the way I would have did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and then, then like, you know what? Then she like, then she'll be like, or I'll be like, you know what? You may be right about that. And then we have a conversation. We laugh about it. We we move on. Right. And, we, and you keep we move moving. Forward. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like two young people be like, I'm offended. You know, like now we got to fight about this yeah. because it's insecurities that come into play. Dude, it happened. It, not just young people, it happened to me. Some, sometimes your brain quickly shifts to like, oh, I'm under attack here. And it's like, maybe, mm-hmm. but probably not because no, that's we, your we, partner and they're not going to be attacking you per se. Oh, we we've had those moments, but they've they've been Same. mainly funny. We've been they've yeah. been mainly funny. If anything, I was like, I guess I could tell this. She, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm gonna say it. Fuck it. She has these moments where she's like, "What are you doing <laughs> when we're not together? Where you're not as not horny as crazy as I am." And I'm like, what do you mean by how did you come to this conclusion? Yeah, like wait, wait, hold on, bring it down. <laughs> like, how does she like cause you're always so calm, cool, collective, and you know, cause we're not together for like a week and a half, and I'll be just ready for you and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I am too. But I'm also like working in podcasting. So it's not like I'm gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna like pull my dick out and stuff like yeah, that. That one's not walking around on hard 24-7. I need to get this I, nut off real quick. I, I have I have some self-control. Like, you know, I, I, I miss you a lot too, babe, but you know, gotta, 
Delvin, big, like, there's Delvin's a whole lot of like, life that is required of me. Seriously. So I, yeah, it's like, you know, I, my, my whole thing is this. I just stay busy. I keep myself occupied. So it's not like yeah. I, she's like, why are you so busy? Like, well, I, I do a lot of podcasts and yeah. I think it's a good thing. As long as my mind is busy, I'm not out here doing no crazy shit. You ain't got to worry about it because you know where I'm at. She thinks Delvin is the fucking Kermit the Frog that's on TikTok, where he's like yeah. talking to the girls and they fucking throws <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's a level of her that kind of thinks our relationship is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Like he like he's too calm and collect cool and collective. Yeah. It's gotta be something yeah, wrong. He's gotta too. be on some shit. Like no, not at all. We all have these 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 traumas in our life over, that we've had have lived through, and and oftentimes they just they they affect us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, I be I I regularly without intention get into it, my lady, and and I try and I've been trying to be much better about it. But like she said some shit to me the other day on the couch, and I was like, the fuck is that? And it, my, I was already running. I was off and running, and then she <laughs> got mad because I was mad, and I'm like, I'm like, do you not understand how fucked up that shit came off to me? And she didn't. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, but but I'm so angry that I can barely explain it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do that. And then, like, we both come to terms later. We both actually apologize, which and that's mm-hmm. and that's been something we've been have been trying to work on too. Because motherfuckers will be happy to, we'll have a habit of just moving on, mm-hmm. but having not truly said I'm sorry. Uh huh. And that shit matters, y'all. I want y'all to know that's true. A, an actual apology holds a lot of fucking weight, and. Like I said, that's just some shit I'm constantly working on in my life, man. Greg Miller on, on, on over there on Kind of Funny has said, uh, him and his wife, uh, Jen, he says he has a, he has a, they develop a technique where, like, if she come off and she, like, she's saying some shit and he'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want to vent or do you want me to come through with some solutions? Oh, this that's is two good. different things here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you want to vent, then I can just shut the fuck up here and you can go. Right. But if you need me to come with solutions, Let's be let's be, maybe you be ready to hear me come through with some solutions. Yeah. And I've yeah. been trying to be better about that shit too. I thought I was I took that I took that as a like oh that's a bar Greg Miller that and is. Jen Miller yeah. thank you for that. That's a good one. It, it is, and as I said, that's just working on trying to grow and be a better partner. And like I said, it's been dope to watch you watch you in this year because I don't know, man. You just be giving lessons, you be giving bars out, out there, yeah. man. And I think it's dope, and I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing out here. I know, I know how I know how I need to play this. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been a ride, man. It's been a good ride. It's been um interesting. Just it kind of feels weird having that part of my life okay. Well, now, why is that? Because then the other side is like, <laughs> yeah, that that, that you know, because that part, frankly speaking, hasn't been okay for a while. Mm-hmm. So now when you don't have to worry about that part, like, you know, we good. I ain't got to stress about that. My kids are good for the most part. I got to worry about that. So it kind of feels like it's, it's if that part is good. Well, whereas I see I'm needed other places and it's like, ugh. yeah, you really do have to balance like two worlds at once. Yeah. And especially for so. the stuff that has like, I mean, and, for any like newer listeners, you know, like Delvin of a while back went through a separation. It's been discussed with not blowing up his spot. He's yeah. got kids he's, that are growing and he, you know, they're still, they're still co-parenting. Um, what high school age kids? 
right? Yeah, my son is 18 now. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, navigating those waters, it's like no matter what, he's still a dad. And when they say, I need your help, he's there. And the same thing, you know, with his ex as well, he's still providing a lot of support. Um, and so it's not like he's just like single man in it out here on the streets and just being like, well, fuck them, they're big. I'm gonna go do my thing. Yeah. So that's where we say, like, you know, he has these two balances. Now, yeah. if you do listen to his Patreon podcast, so tell me, you understand that if he is on one side of the fence, it's like rainbows and like the birds are chirping and the sky is beautiful. It's like vibrant. And then if he were to go on the other side of the fence, it's looks like the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. And, and to, to, to put it nicely, it's, I think the hardest thing for me to do when it comes to this type of situation is balancing being happy for myself, like mm -hmm. pursuing my happiness and being a good person. Because mm -hmm. sometimes those two things can have conflict. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's where I kind of have to like, you know, like, you know what? Sometimes I got to just be happy and sometimes I have to like be a good person. Yeah. Where did that come from, do you think? You want to be a good person. I know that seems like a weird question, That's but a question. man, you might have, and you probably do know somebody who does not act and react that way that you came up with, but you seem to be special in that regard. You constantly, consistently want to be a good person doing better and being better. What makes that, what make, what did that? What made Delvin that? I think there's a lot of things that did that. Honestly speaking, I think that, um, when I don't react like a good person, and I don't, and I kind of act like selfish, mm -hmm. it eats at me for one thing. Like it bothers me, even if it's a little thing. Like if if I feel like I've wronged somebody, I it, it kind of eats at me a little bit. And okay. Like Ugh, I don't feel right about that. Like it's kind of like you know I think growing up, my hero was Optimus Prime. My hero Same. was always the super good guys. Yeah, yeah. Because and. and because, and one of the things I learned from these heroes is being a good guy often requires sacrifice. Yeah. But as long as you are doing the right thing, everything's going to work out, you know. And I, that's how I kind of always look at things. You know, sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit of yourself to make sure others around you are good. And I feel like if my legacy is making sure everyone else is around me good, I think I'll be okay in the long run. As long as when I get older, I'm taken care of, I think I'll be just fine. Fuck with it. Dope, man. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, yeah man. It, it's, it's, not, it's not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's not an easy <laughs> road to walk down. But it, it, I think in the long run, it will be rewarding. And I think, to my credit, all things considering, if you not to get into so tell me stuff. You look at where I came from from the beginning of that episode to yeah. where the to where I'm at now in terms of like people who listen to that podcast. I'm not trying to sell my Patreon by the way, but people who listen to that podcast from day one, where I discussed the divorce and all that stuff, to me being single to where I'm at now, can see the gradual change and see how me making the right moves benefited me in the long run yeah because i think i think with um like what i've observed 
from the start was like the core of Delvin is very constructive, very positive. He is a good person. But what I've seen develop more over the years is a good person who has become more assertive. Yeah. And I say assertive and not a dickhead. Like he's not like shitting on people, but just like, no, that's what I'm going to do. I feel like morally, this is the thing I need to do. So he's like, you know, really genuinely. And, I, and, and I'm not talking shit. Like, I'm not trying to say, oh, Delm was weak and shit like that. Like, no, I'm saying he, you know, using his voice more, being like, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I need. And uh, that kind of goes back to that maturity thing as well. Yeah, I tell you right. It's, it's it's become a thing where once I got the freedom that I didn't know I needed with the divorce, it freed me up to be more of myself, and it freed me up to make more opinions and decisions based off what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the great things about it is going back to one year ago we went to the concert with the woman I didn't jail with, it gave me the ability to say no. Yeah. Because if that hit, you would have just repeated history. Yeah. Exactly. Once you kind of be through a situation where you're like, oh, this ain't for me, and then you start seeing some of the same signs of someone else who's who likes you, it's like, now, you know what? I'm not going down that path. And I think that was one of the lessons I learned. I think it worked out for me the long run. Like, huh? You know, yeah, and I think to kind of pick it up right here, let's transition to our next part because I think we're talking about like that sort of like going good to great, you know, like what is the positive? Because I think we always want to grow in a lot of different ways. But so, what do you think is like what's been your your good to great moment lately? Um, I don't know. I guess. Living another year. Life. I think people are looking at 2024 as a mess, and I, I can understand why. But as I get older, I'm learning that it's only as much of a mess as you make it. You know, there's always going to be good. There's certain things we can't control that happens in the world. Like, we can't. We can. We can somewhat control who we have as our future president, but we only have like play a small part in that. We can somewhat control our environment and laws and stuff like that in our country. But what we can control is our inner circle and our inner peace. And what I'm learning more and more is how do we or how do I maintain and keep that inner peace that I need to have. Now this month was a situation where I couldn't keep that. But going back to what I was saying earlier, sometimes it's about doing the right thing. And this was a situation where, not to get too much into it, it was more about doing the right thing as opposed to doing what I want to do. And I think that's um, a very important thing to do. And yes, it was hard. It was a lot of sacrifices. I'm glad that I'm we're kind of near the end of it. I can, I can tell this part of it because this, this doesn't tell. A person in my family was has been in the hospital since the beginning of the year, in and out of the hospital. This past week, they were in the hospital for a week. 
a week straight. And what that meant was me going to the hospital every day, making sure they're good, coming home, taking care of my kids, going through all the type of things that you would do to make sure this person was essentially live. Wow. You know, and wasn't easy. But now that we are kind of at the end of that, the person came home today. And then as the person came home, you know, I had to record Shaq and then I had to get on Cadillac. So it was a kind of a long day. And, you know, this is after a full work day. I'm glad that with everything that's happened this month, as turbulent this month has been in terms of, like, you know, constantly doing things and having to fix things up and organize things, the light at the end of the tunnel is there because I you know Saturday's coming around. I'm going to go to the Keys with my girl for our anniversary. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm not going to think about none of this stuff. Turn my phone off and relax. And Just chill. One of the things that we all, me and my girl always laugh about is the fact that when I'm with her, she's like, when you're sleeping, you'll be snoring. And I'm like, well, because I'll be at complete peace and I'll be at complete right. relaxation. And, and the funny thing about it is when she sleeps, she snores and she doesn't <laughs> never do that. And she's like, well, I must be knocked. I'll be knocked out. Like, you'd be tired. And you just you, wanna... bring, you bring each other peace. Yes, yeah. exactly. And exactly. I, I think that that's, there's something to be said for that. When you're with someone and you can be at so much of a peace that you can just knock out of sleep and don't even think about it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, that's, that's really good. That is a good to great because it's like, you're getting comfort, you're getting relaxation, you got something good to look forward to. So I think that's, that's, I'm super happy for you. Now, what about you, T? What's your good to great? I've been, what I've been drawing good and greatness from is, uh, the, 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 the taking my kid to and fro school. It's a quick little ride. It's always about seven, eight, nine minutes. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the traffic situation. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, I just be talking about anything, and I'm like, hold on, let me pause this music, pause this book, pause this podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 let me wrap it to you for a minute about not necessarily life's lessons because I'm not trying to you know, get on that, but we do we talk about things, and it's been real good to talk about Israel Palestine to a, to as best I can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the election and elections and how they function and so forth and so on. The this state constantly trying to shit on trans people. And what's terrible about that and so forth and so on. And it's just been, it is uh always it is it is proving to be as 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 he gets older, uh kind of uh, kind of soothing as a dad to know, like, like nothing else. I put you on the game mm-hmm. and that's yeah. in that brain somewhere. And and hopefully it, it it gets you right and tells you uh tells you what you need eventually in this life, you know what I'm saying? Can't teach you everything. Not gonna be able to teach you everything. And in fact, some stuff you might you you, you will hear and not learn from. Yeah. But sometimes I'm, it feels as if they are a bell is being rung, and they're like, "Okay, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, old man." And and I've been really just kind of enjoying that. And it's just the most random of things. Like I said, I just it 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 has not always been that way, and it's always been like you said, this basically this this uh this school year. Hmm. But just over these last few weeks, and it's like. They tell me about their day. They tell me what their plans for the day are throughout it and so forth and so on. And, uh, and those, are those, those are those moments like you have to capture because at some, it's finite. Exactly. And you don't yeah. even know when it's going to change when you don't realize like, oh shit, we're not, 
I'm not driving you anymore. Or, you know, okay, I'm not going to pick you up Wednesday. I'm not going to pick you up Thursday. You're going to get a ride with your friend. Okay, cool. And then now you're getting more rides with your friend. Like, stuff switches up. So it's like, you got to catch those moments when those moments are active. And it's like, yeah, that might be seven, nine minutes in the drive, but that's uninterrupted. And kind of goes with Delvin's thing too. It's like, you're being present. Like, you get to be there with your person and just be like, right now it's just me and you. Like, where I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to lecture you, not trying to be up on your ass. Just like, we're just talking. And this yep. is a moment to kind of share some information. So that's really, really good. I love it. It has been. And uh, I don't know, touch your, touch your old boy's soul a lot lately, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just out here speaking to me. for It's It's been a thing. And we'll get to it later. And then we get down to, oddly yeah. enough, we get down to music. It's just been, I've been getting my bell rung a lot lately in life mm-hmm. in a yeah. good way. And I, okay. and, I, and I like okay. it, man. Yeah. And then and on my, my good to great, I have two. Um, the first one is, um, you know, I'm always typing up my son's music. Like, and he's been like dabbling in like different genres. Um, I really value what he does because I get a little peek behind the curtain. Like, yeah. I hear I hear all the tracks. Whereas like, there's what he puts out and then there's what I get to kind of be privileged to. And then uh, I just posted on my Instagram story today, him and his friends, um, they made a little music video for one of his songs. And it's 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 a pretty decent video, in my opinion. It's the look he wanted to go for. And mm-hmm. especially, it, it, but it does make me chuckle a little because they're trying to look like hard asses. And you would think they're out in the backwoods somewhere, but it's they broke into like the local nature center and it happened to be a rainy day. But I'm like, (laughs) this is like if you just knew they're in the heart of the fucking suburbs. (laughs) But if you watch the video, it's a fucking like dirt road and everything's wet. I literally was like, ain't no woods around there. Where the fuck is they at? Thank you. It's the nature center. So when he told me, uh, and it was, I guess it just, I don't know how it came through, but it was just him and his friends hanging out. And they were like, he was like, oh, we're going to go make a video. And I was like, all right, cool. And so then when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, you know what? Like, it's actually not so bad. Like, I was into it. I also really liked the song, too. But it's just nice. In that same fashion, you were talking about your kid, just like, see them grow. To see them take risks and take a chance. Like, a lot of people like struggle with expressing themselves in an artistic sense that's like that's very vulnerable that's very risky um and so like to be able to be like this is the music i'm putting out here's the video i'm putting together like you know it's just like damn that's that's really really big so i'm very i'm really really proud of him for just like always taking these chances and then just kind of letting me in and listen to it and then um another um last shit was it last friday days go by real fast um or that was the friday before last i actually had to um i went to my cousin's funeral um he was 45 years old um passed away from just like health complications just uh not not alcohol not drug abuse but just not living healthy like you cannot be eating fucking mcdonald's like 24 7 you know like you gotta take care of yourself people diabetes will like fuck you up and turn into other things and so um you know so it just was one of those things like he had passed um i guess the short story that i was told from my mom was um he was he stays with his mom i guess he had gotten home was like i'm gonna go take a little nap 
everything was cool. They checked on him. He was all right. And then the nap was just taking a little bit longer. So when they went to go check on him again, he had like passed in his sleep. Wow. So at least it wasn't like violent or anything like real harsh. Um, but to kind of give some backstory here too, like one to hear about a cousin passing and, you know, when they're younger than you too, it's just like, Oh shit, that's crazy. You know? And then, uh, I like the, the relationship with like me and like my family is like, is real stressful. You know, we just, uh, we don't always see like eye to eye, you know? And it's like, uh, Okay, I gotta, I'll give you an example. Like, I remember when I graduated from high school. Um, and it's not me saying, like, oh, I'm better than people or anything like that. It really is not that. Um, I remember my dad was like, all right, so you're going to get a job now and, like, just work on, like, my graduation day. Like, we were, like, on the little field. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to go to college. And he was like, why? You know, so it's just, like, not like understanding you know it's like yeah. i don't i don't know how to build shit i break things like i make them worse so like, if i was there out there fixing cars i'll get fired fucking day one i'll be like oh sorry i didn't know you were supposed to like not put diesel in your car my bad <laughs> <laughs> but so um but there were a couple of moments like where it, it kind of always was just like you know, I, I usually just kind of just do whatever I can to get by, not try to make waves, really. But then when my son was born, there was like a huge falling out where I didn't talk to my parents for like, fuck, like five years, maybe. Wow. Yeah, it was like a long stretch. I mean, maybe give or take a year or so. But where it was like, mm -mm, we're not talking. And I used to be real close with my mom. Well, my parents are together. But my mom and I used to talk like on an almost daily basis. And then it was just one of those things where everything went south and we just didn't talk. And then, um, so kind of slowly, you know, it's like, we talk a little, then it stops and we talk a little, then it stops. And it's just, but it's never what it used to be. And, um, so when my mom called me over the weekend, um, she was just like, Hey, you know, your cousin Tony passed this, this and that. And I was like, okay. And then, um, and we did have a good conversation because then she was just like, you know, and this is your aunt. This was going on with one of your aunts. So my, both of my parents come from big families. I think my dad has like eight on his side and my mom has seven on her side. And so then she's just like, this one's got this and this one's got that. And like, I've been out of loop. Some of these family members I haven't seen in like 10 years or more. And so she's just giving like the rundown of everything. And then she was just like, hey, you're going to come to the funeral. And I was like, my instant reaction was to be like, fuck no like <laughs> i'm not i'm not driving up like because it instantly like hit me with a lot of like stress and anxiety because one thing about big families is everyone talks and then everyone decides to make a story about you when they never even talk to you yep. so like when we had that first falling out like i did get hit up by some family members that were just like oh what the fuck how come this and how come that and i was like listen you only heard one story you got my number. You could have given me a call. You could have heard my story too. But now you're pressing me. Like that's fucked up, you know, especially when you're not even involved in what took place. And so it was kind of like, it took me back to that moment where I was like, ah, shit, like I'm going to go to this funeral. I know everyone's going to be there. Like this is going to suck, you know, but the good to great in this was, um, it was a beautiful moment, you know, Got to see family members. Everyone reconnected. It really was like, listen, we're not going to be on some bullshit. Like, glad you're here. Glad you came up. It's good to see you. 
haven't seen your kids in forever. They look great. I haven't seen your wife in, ever, in forever. She looks amazing. You know, like it just was like we were just able to enjoy each other's company and have a great time. And then also really recognize that like um, how much my cousin was like such a one stable role model and then in his little family like he didn't have children he just was like he was the uncle but he was the uncle that was the the listener he was the uncle that was like the one that cared the one that helped they they all relied on him and so it was like my cousin shared a story where she was just like you know she's talking about her brother and she is the she's the older one and she's like you know She's like, I, I needed something like some shelves or something was going to put up in her house. And she was like, oh, I'll just call Tony and he'll come do it. She's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, I can't call him anymore. Like, it, I took it for granted that I'd just be like, he'll be there if I can put up the shelf, whatever, you know. And it was just like, you know, how um, he was just known out and about town. And he, but he was just that dude, you know, that people just like enjoyed his company. So, um, you know, so that good to great was just really like reconnecting with a lot of family feeling like judgment free and also being a lot older too, where like some family members was just like, we could talk about life in a different way. It was like, Oh shit, you're a teacher. Oh, I'm a principal, you know, Oh, you're an accountant. That's tight. Like let's, let's talk about things instead of just like fucking Raiders and beer. <laughs> Mexicans love Raiders and beer. Just saying. <laughs> what kind no. of beer? Uh, you know, right now the, the, the beer of choice is Modelo, of course. Yeah. Modelo. Okay. Yeah. Do you think going forward that you're going to maybe try to be a little, I'm not saying closer, but maybe a, a text message, phone call, an email, something, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 your, to your peoples a little more um, often? Yeah, like, I know I, I know I need to be more conscious of, of making those actions because it also is one of those things too, like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. How fucking busy. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. You know, like it just, it, it, and then you're like, because I want to say this last stretch, I didn't talk to, I don't think I talked to my parents for like a year this past year. Aside from a random text here and there, it wasn't because I was pissed or anything. It was just like, I'll do it tomorrow. Life, you are, I'll do it, you, I'll do you're it tomorrow. Busy. And so it's just like, okay, you know, I do need to be more present because also, um, like seeing some of my family, like I have one aunt who is just like, it's a lot of fun. And always a joyful personality. And my mom had told me, she's like, hey, listen, your aunt, she had a stroke. She, she's got this going on. She's got that going on. Like my my aunt is just authentically falling apart. And so then when I saw her, she was like using like a walker. And she's the youngest sister of them all. So, oh. she, so what's that? I said, oh. So yeah, so that was like the shocker too. And so when I saw her, I told my wife, I was like, oh, that really like got to me because when I went to give her a hug, one, um, she was just so like, I told my wife, she, it felt like if I was hugging like, like a dry leaf, you know, just very frail, like, oh, I'm gonna fucking break you, you know, wow. like, whereas like my, my aunts were very uh, full bodied women, you know, <laughs> so it's just like, oh, this is different. Like, this is a. This don't feel right, you know? And then that got me thinking about, you know, her kids, my cousins. And I'm like, I told my mom, I was like, I don't, like, she ain't gonna make it, hon. She's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't know how long, much longer she has. Because she's also, same thing, she's not taking care of herself. So I was like, oh, this is, this is gonna be real hard. Because then that's gonna, like, I think I'm, 
on the verge of hitting that cycle of where I'm going to start going to a lot more funerals because people are getting old and that health is like, man, you got to take care of yourself, you know? So unfortunately that's part of life, man. Just, uh, the living and the passing, you know, yeah, sucks, but that's a big part of it. But so even though it sounds like a downer, I mean, honestly, it really was a positive because it was just, it was the opportunity to reconnect. It was the opportunity to see people I haven't seen in forever and just have some fun conversations. And then, um, like my, it all took place in Santa Barbara, which is like my hometown, like my birth city. So I I love being one of the greatest soap operas to ever existed. (laughs) That is true. That is true. (laughs) But there's something about like the energy there. It's like, I, I love being there. Like I just, when I get there, I'm just, I feel less like stressed, you know? So it's just like, I I love going back. So that was, that was really, really nice to one to get back to go to Santa Barbara. And like I said, to get to see family, it was just, it was a really positive thing. But uh, Santa Barbara from, uh, from, uh, from LA, uh, from where I am in long beach, I believe it was a, it was like a two and a half hour drive. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. We just, cause we just said we, we got to not do that. Many miles. <laughs> miles. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that right now. I want to say it's probably like a hundred miles. Okay. We, we 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 constantly talk in time uh, as Americans, and we gotta we gotta give some actual distance measure. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve see. parsecs. <laughs> it's uh it's 114 miles. Okay. And so 114 miles. Uh, yeah, about two hours, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the hard part is actually getting through LA. Once you pass LA, you just, you just drive straight through. Yes. But um, so yeah, that's um, like I said, it was good. I was super happy that I was able to do that. And then um, you know, now we're gonna shift gears a little bit into <laughs> something that came up last time, and I you know had some things happen around the crib that I had to just be a part of. Um, but so we're gonna get into. Number one, what's up with one-armed ladies? Like, this has been a thing lately that I'm like, what the fuck is going on in my world where, like, I haven't seen a one-armed person in, like, forever. And then it was like, I went, like, basically the month of December through, like, half of January where at least, like, once a week, I was seeing a different one-armed woman. And I was just Are you hanging out with Captain Hook? What is going on? I don't understand. Peter Pan the pirate? Seriously. I was like, oh, did these NPCs not get fully generated? Like, what? Like, wow. <laughs> why? Why? Like, I don't understand. Like, oh. is this what's hot in the streets? Like, people, like, instead of facelifts, they're just like, take the arm. Like, it. Like, I don't want this arm. I don't know. When's the last time you saw someone, with, a, a woman with one arm? I, I I had a, I, I had a godmama, uh, Keith Ann. Keith Ann only had one arm. So since I was a child. Okay. And I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you named one person. You asked me to take this one. No, no, no. This, this, is, this is part of my thing. Delvin, when's the last time you saw someone with one arm? Woman. A woman? Yeah. Never. Okay. A man, quite a few times. 
I usually see people with one leg. Mm. Okay. okay. I don't see one you know, leg that often. I'll give you that. I do see more one leg, especially in the community that beat us, the sugars, the get Yes. You. <laughs> yeah. The get yeah, you. that's what I think. I okay. rarely see somebody with one arm. Well, some of these, because I've been seeing them more frequently, eight. Eight one-armed women. Like that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, what the fuck is going on? I wonder was there a casting call in the general area? No, because they're in different <laughs> cities. They're not even like, oh, they oh, I'm the, in the general area, man. <laughs> hey, listen, it's not like they all live in one crib where they're like, listen, the, the arm house. Listen, I only got one right arm, so I need a homegirl who's got a left arm together. Nah, because that, because it is like a YouTube apartment complex in LA that a lot of YouTubers stay in, so it do be a complex of people who might be well, they, no for of sure. similar ilk. Well, that's like yeah. in the movie. Um, or you watched Love, right? That was on yep. uh, Netflix. Yep, yep. That apartment complex that they talked about that they live in—that's like yeah. a real place where all the new actors live. Like studios mm -hmm. own units there, and they're just like, "We'll fly out to LA. You get to live here for a few months, and then yeah. you know you get on your feet." So it's the thing. Yeah, we got communities mm -hmm. for sure. But that one arm shit, man, that fucking threw me. Now, still getting thrown. So is. Go ahead. Yeah. I, 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 I got to ask. <laughs> yeah. So can you commit armed robbery if you have one arm? No, you're stupid. You're Boo. Boo this man. <laughs> Boo earns. Oh, my God. God, this motherfucker, man. Wow. God. He really went there. About, what about strong arm robbery now? <laughs> 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 you know what? Still boo to Delvin. Shout out to T. Because <laughs> you know what? He knew he was going to drop it. So he had a little coyness in his eye. Like, I, I know. I know. Let me holler at you right quick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> can't ask the forehand. Oh, it's my good hand. Y'all remember what was that scary movie? Yes. <laughs> Chris Elliott. That's my good hand. Didn't he have another mashed potatoes or something? Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, that's probably Amos' fuck now that I think about it. But man, it was funny at the time. Oh, no, yes, at the was. time, that shit was wild. Man, that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> but now, getting to this month's What Up With That topic, um, what's up with living in a simulation? Like, do you ever have moments where you're just like, you know what? This happens like too often, too frequently, or like, I don't know, just something about this is like never right. So I'm going to give you my example. I feel like sometimes I'm in the Truman Show in the sense that, do you remember in that Jim Carrey movie, like he would be like, okay, there's no cars. And then once he backed out, he was like, okay, it's going to be yellow car, blue car, green car. And then yeah. it was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I will back out of my driveway. No fucking cars. Zero cars. And when I get to the corner, 40 cars. And I'm like, I can sit in my car, watch the intersection and be like, no cars, no cars, no cars, no cars, no cars. By the time I hit that intersection, all the cars in the fucking world are there. Non-stop, every single time. Or if I'm backing out of a parking space, walk to my car, no cars. Not a fucking car to be seen. Get in my car, see the backup camera. No cars. All right, fucking tight. Start backing up. 
15 cars. I'm like, yep. where did you come from? You were not here. There was there were no cars. No cars on the horizon. The time I want to drive, the simulation says, shall we get in the car? Activate cars. Just that light around the corner turned green and they started coming through, man. Relax. No, it's not. It's a simulation. <laughs> it's a simulation. Simulation. That's why he sees all these one-armed people walk around and they pull all of a sudden. <laughs> My man walking through San Andreas out there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? You might be yeah. right. You might be right. <laughs> Seeing these same looking box looking cars that don't don't have no name. Not like it could it could be a Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a catalog. It's like what is it, an Esperanto or something? <laughs> Driving the Canyon Narrow. Right, the Canyon Narrow. Yeah. Show title Canyon on, not on Mars. It's like yeah. some other fake Canyon Narrow on Mars. No, yeah, you got to pick another planet. Canyon Narrow on Venus. Very different show. Very different show, y'all. Oh, speaking of Venus, so that might actually be the show title. Um, amongst my daughter's friends, she doesn't, they don't call her by her name. They call her Venus. And also what? Venus is Venus, uh, no S, two dollar signs. Why they call it Venus? That's just the name they gave her. So she's Venus. And uh, like I said, she's Venus with two dollar signs. Seven S at the end. Yeah. Oh, well then you know what? Hold on. <laughs> There we go. I put that right above, uh, underneath the date. <laughs> so you can have that title in there <laughs> and for, for later on. use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because you, just for inside baseball, tomorrow I'll text them. Hey, what was the show time? <laughs> that is one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Every also put the show, I also put that link, that IG link in there, so it's, it's in there somewhere. So okay, awesome. It's it's under my. Uh, what's up with you? There you go. That's okay, I'm good. still trying to figure out why they call her Venus. Uh, I don't know. These fucking girls. Always I mean, I, I immediately think of a, it's a it's a jizzle bar. It's like going to Venus driving a Mercury. It's just it's like it's things like that always the mind. There you go. That's that's your simulation part right there, man. Constantly thinking <laughs> Wu Tang lyrics all, at all damn time. <laughs> just not yeah. stop. I'm, I'm I'm always bombing atomically. <laughs> Every <laughs> time. Socrates philosophies. You know what I'm saying you know Seriously. what's up, yeah. man. That really oh. is that that too that that whole section of lyrics is definitely some binary code. Like yes. you know, because it is, it is too perfect, and everyone knows it. That's true. You go on a subway, go on a subway right now, and start saying that. You get five people jumping in. Well, unless you, they're on Nintendo Shack, then they won't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that also happened today. That's fire. My 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 um my my name when I got into the chat was um I'm trying to think what it was exactly. It was, I get mine the fast way, ski mask way. The ski mask way. <laughs> they, they Make like, money. What? Take money, money, were, money. Yeah. Thank you, T. They were like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, yeah, and, that, and that explanation will be miles long. Okay, so here's the deal. The ski mask way would be this, but then I'm actually talking about this song, and it was produced by this dude, and, you know, 50 spit over. Yeah. It's too much. It's too you, much effort. You messed up because you should have put got my hands up the play of my song, they would have ended with like party in USA or something. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Just because you said that, I'm gonna do that. Going go, going forward, just white song titles is your name. Right, serious. Wait, yeah, where's the... where's Dan? Just I, so, so, so the next one, just put just a city boy dot yeah. dot dot. Leave that, and mm -hmm. we'll see what we'll see where oh, it goes sure. from there. 
hands up to play my song. Oof, oh, man. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that to see if they catch on. Oh, they will, they will, for sure. So, uh, man, anyways. how many, how many white people are you? The only black friend? Quite a few. <laughs> Quite a few. And this, the, the interesting thing about it is, I'm like, hey, here's another black person. <laughs> like, I just slide one over to him, like, you know, you can. It's okay. It's like a. You ever seen the episode of SpongeBob where Patrick is trying to get next to the glove guy? <laughs> he's just like take the picture. He's like trying to touch on his like miles away from him. I'm just like, hey, no, it's okay. You need to get uh, near black people. Black people are your friends. Get, you need to get near black people. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be afraid of us. Yes, <laughs> black people are your friends. It's okay. Look, I'm trying to keep us from getting shot. So if I get <laughs> If I can tra- teach one white person to love a black man, mm-hmm. hey, I can change the world, baby. Yeah, that's true. Oh, not not in the way like Adam Twenty Two was doing. That's just gross. <laughs> his, his 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 way of trying to get black people to love his wife is wild. Oh, no, they they loved up, all up in them guts. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> all right, well let's uh let's get back on track over here. Uh, you know, as we get to like our our final topics of the night. Um, Delvin, what you play, man? I ain't playing a goddamn thing. I'm playing uh, Operation in House. <laughs> the game of life. I, I did play a little bit of um, Prince of Persia. Okay. I think How it's cool. It? It's cool. Uh, I I don't think I'm at the point where I love it as much as Dev and Donnie does yet. But okay. like, all right, I see why they like it. I, I see why they like it. I think it's more because and this is no offense or anything like that. I, Feel like it's just I don't feel like playing a pa- platformer game right now. Okay. Because uh, 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 all this is a, yeah, yeah. it's a side-scrolling Metroidvania fun platformer. Like it's yeah. cool. I'm, I'm digging it, but I kind of just feel like playing a third-person action adventure game, like um, Suicide Squad, which comes out really soon. Kind of really <laughs> interested in that. Even if you hear about that it, game, you hear about the bullshit of that shit. Oh, no, I've what? heard done. I've done more than hear about it. I've seen the scene they done put on the internet. <laughs> A thousand times already. Oh, see, I wasn't even talking about the spoilers. I was talking about how the early access went up last night, and they had to immediately pull it down an hour later because the, it was just it was just saying, "Oh yeah, you completed the game." Damn, it's the the service is and, and they said, "Oh, we should be." And then so like six hours later, it was like, "Okay, we think we know what the problem is, and hope we'll have it fixed." Soon. I don't know if that game is fixed right now, bro. Damn, and it come out. It's supposed to come out here in uh, two hours. Shit. Yeah, I want to. I, I have the early access for, it, so I want to play it soon. So, game. I'm excited for it. I'm so I'm excited. I'm excited Not- for it because I like the concept of the story. I think people are making a big, big ass deal about it, like, oh, they're killing the Justice League. I'm like, no, y'all complain about getting games that are all the same thing. They're giving us something with different characters, different world, and they're doing something unique. And I kind of dig that. It's been nine years since Rockstar. Not Rockstar. Uh, Rocksteady Rock dropped the joint. And it seems to be they are dropping a joint that is broken, broken right out the gate. And that is yeah. sad as shit to me. I agree. I think, I think, I think even with it being broken, I think it's gonna be fun. We hope for That's it. What I'm because because the um other game was it? WB Montreal made the Gotham Knight game. Yeah. And the problem with that one was it just wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like it was like this world that was kind of just hollow and 
almost lifeless. And and Montreal made one of my favorite Batman games. Batman Origins is a great game. Yeah, I, I hear that, and I've never wanted to play Arkham Origins. So. <laughs> the, the thing about the thing about Arkham Origins, I think they get the boss fights right. The boss fights mm. in that game are dope as shit. Like um, you know, I bought that on disc, but I don't think I ever started playing it. I should probably it's pop fun. it in. It's fun. I I like it better. I like um, Arkham Knight. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's possible. Arkham Knight had its little, you know, issues. It definitely, it definitely has the better Deathstroke fight, right. by far. Because Arkham Knight's Deathstroke fight is terrible. What it's about you, awful. T? What What do you play, man? I got a whole list. Uh, Lucky Dragon got in. Uh, I jumped back in Fortnite hard. Really. Yeah, they brought you know they brought in a uh, snake and old yeah, snake say, and riding. Yeah, I got I got all of them in, I, and I got riding and or raiding, have you used to pronounce it? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm I'm back in these Fortnite streets, my guys. It just is what it is right now. Uh, Vampire survivors. I've been I've been listening to a a series of books over the last three days, and uh, and and so when I list the books, it's a real a real chill vibe. It is Fortnite, but it's also Vampire Survivors. Okay. Vampire Survivors is the shit to play when you just want to listen to music, listen to a podcast. You can just book. go. Yes. Okay. And so I've been playing the shit. That game is amazing. All right. If you have not played Vampire Survivors, it's great. It's uh, on Game Pass. Uh, it's cost like five bucks, two bucks, or three bucks on Steam. That's it's, cheap. Yeah. You you should be playing Vampire Survivors. Uh, but then I hit what hit me hit the other day. I was, was like, oh, new on Game Pass. Turnip Boy robs a bank. Oh, that sounds gangster. And I don't know if you ever played Turnip Boy uh, commits tax cash, evasion, yeah. but this is a this is a direct sequel, but it's a roguelite. So you know what I'm saying? You go, you die, you you start back over, or you you go and then when time runs out, get back to your truck and then go back to the hideout, and then level up and then go back and do it some more. And I fucking love Turnip Boy, man. <laughs> That's my dude. <laughs> And, it's, and I was like, yo, some more Turner Boy? Yeah, sign me up. And as it turns out, it's been, it's, it's been fantastic. I've been really enjoying it. And I'm not really a roguelike kind of guy. Cause you just mm-hmm. kind of, eh. But I don't know. I like Turner Boy. I like the character. I like the, the the jokes and how it's well and it's written. And I've been having a real good time with that and slowly but surely leveling everything up there. Uh, and I added to the old uh, uh, analog pocket here. Uh, I figured out how to uh, not figured out. I mean, others have fig- did the work, but I got got working because I'd had it on there, but they couldn't get to work. How to get the uh, Neo Geo running on it? So I have shit tight. Our library of the Neo Geo in the bottom of my head. That's oh, that's bad. dope, and it works great. It looks great. Uh, the core, the uh, the sec, the cartridge adapters are supposed to ship uh, here in February, and I'm hopeful they they arrive here soon, and I finally get a chance to uh, fuck around and. Uh, Play. I've been since they announced the analog pocket, which I think was in 2019. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get that shit." I'll play tour graphics games, so it's gonna be like having a Turbo Express. And yeah. I never could have one of those when I was younger. And I'll play all these shits and so forth. So I like I'd been hunting down Turbo Graphics games, and then it was like, "Oh, well, I was gonna do these games." So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I, I got one single Neo Geo Pocket color game, but. It's complete inbox and actually uh, has was I got it for a song and it's pretty well valued. So I'm pretty about that. But I also been digging for Atari Lynx. Games. I always wanted an Atari Lynx. Mm-hmm. They was out back in the day, but never could get one. And like they say, oh, you can play Lynx games on this bitch. And I'm like, shit, done. So I have like a whole little basket of games right here. It's like, 
I never played Turbo Graphics, so that's interesting. Wait, so I got Turbo Graphics. They're they're called Hue cards. They come on little uh almost credit card size cartridges. Uh-huh. So I got a few of those. I have Yeah, I remember tripping on that on the credit card thing when it was like a thing. I was like, what? This yeah. is wild. You links games ready to go. Nice. And of course, I already got Game Gear games about a, about a boatload. So you know, what I'm saying I got those, and and like I said, I have one. So everything being right here, I have one single Neo Geo Pocket game. But like I said, that's complete in box. I bought that at a game convention that was that here looks like nice in, in September, and the dude ended up giving it to me for like fifty bucks. He was That's like, oh, we can make a deal. How about I give it to you for this much? I'm like, look, yeah, I'll take it for yeah, that much. Go, right? I thought I kept the price tag on there. And uh, and like I said, I didn't even know what a Neo Geo uh, pocket game looked like. So that, mm. that, that was new to me. So I got I got at least one game for that. So I got basically one, at least one game for everything. Yeah. I'm super hyped for it. And if y'all don't know, if y'all don't remember what a TurboGrafx game looked like, they used to come in these CD jewel cases. Mm-hmm. Never had one. Oh, you did not, but I was always aware. Yeah, of course, the, your little hue card bonk. sits in there. Yeah, bonk, bonk me in the 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 the, yeah, the, the main. one. So yeah, and so I just I'm prepared to enjoy even more on the old analog pocket there. So you got if you got one, you should uh, be ready. That's the that's the Turbo Graphics uh, cartridge adapter. That I mean, not Turbo okay. Graphics. That's the uh, Game Gear uh, adapter that came out when the system came out. So I've had that you know since the word go. And I and I laugh because I, I'm in the the Reddit for uh, Analog Pocket, and that's the most surly group of motherfuckers you ever want to deal with. <laughs> they just oh. mad all the damn time because they like you. Somebody go in there and ask a question, and they like you should have looked it up. Don't ask those questions. They'll just minus everything. I'm like, yeah, good we damn man. Here, we come here to ask questions. That's what this yeah. is for. Like y'all little bitches. This like, is real gatekeeping. <laughs> it is real gatekeeping. I'm like, bro, it's a. <sighs> Anyway. You're like, that's the purpose of this thread. I've been having to a... go to a community and be like, can you help yeah. me? So it got so bad that somebody somebody else made another analog pocket community called Analog Pocket No Salt. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So like, like I said, put put the Neo Geo on there and got all the, uh, the like uh and I like I said I have a lot of stuff on there. There's a Genesis on there now, Master System, uh Super Game Boy. I got a lot of uh, systems on there. And that's only a 64 gig uh, uh, SD card I have in there. I don't even got a giant SD card in there. Uh-huh. But I got every damn turbo, every, every Neo Geo game that ever existed on that bad boy. Nice. Yeah. I like it. What yeah, you been playing, uh, man? On my end, um, I've been kind of like bored with games for a really long time lately. Like nothing really grabbed so me. So was I. Because like, okay, so I got and here's the thing too is like i think last time we talked so i started playing hi-fi rush and was like super super into it and then just stopped being into it like it was just one of i can't say it was like oh it was like a boss that got hard it was just like i don't know it just didn't grab me anymore so i was like okay let me find something else and just couldn't find the thing that was like nah nothing's fun i tried to kick on like uh, Horizon Burning Shores again, and I was just like, I, the, what I struggled with in the Horizon games is just like the controls can be a little like overly complicated, 
where it's like I just want to smack shit and not yeah. have to like change like to 40 different weapons you know just yeah give me two three weapons and I can go from there um and so I'm I am starting that back up because now I'm into the story and so it's like okay at least I can focus on the story part just been playing a lot of like um Call of Duty multiplayer because uh I got a loadout that fucking rips and so I've just been shredding the shit out of people. And it's a little SMG that's got range and just tears fools up. And uh, so I've been kind of really doing that. And then that scratches the itch because it's like, you know, I could sit down for a minute, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, knock out a couple matches. Boom, I'm done. Like, it's not a big commitment, you know, okay. That makes me feel so much better about where I'm at. Because that's where I'm at too, man. I've just been like, I don't know. Which So I end up back in things, that, that comfort spots, you know, yeah. Fortnite. And exactly. And then um, I did, so I had, I have two Vitas, a black one and a white one. The, the, and they're both like the original, what is it, the 1000 version? Yeah, yeah, but the OLED? Uh-huh, yeah. Nice. And so the black one, which is my original one, man, that, that bitch is putting work. Like it's fallen off like the second story of a house, like all kinds of shit. And it still works and it doesn't look damaged either. But it is kind of fucking up here and there. Like if we don't keep the battery charged, I actually have to open it up, take the battery out, reconnect it, disconnect it, reconnect it, then it'll work. So I was like, you know, let me finally get this white one to work. So and then I uh, did some mod on it. So now I can download like um, PSP type of games and stuff like that. Um but the only issue there is that I need to um, some games like I really want to play Warriors and I really want to play um, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars because those are yeah. some games I never played. Yeah, I have to connect them. I have the files on my computer. I need to move them over to the Vita. So I have to do that, that communication through like the the cable. OK. But because the app is so old and not updated, the MacBook won't let me use it. It'll be like this: this uh, application it needs to be updated before it can be used. The uh, developer has not updated it; you cannot use it. So I'm sitting on a couple games, and I'm like, "Ain't this a bitch? Like, I just need this app to work, and it won't work." So I've been trying to find some workarounds. I actually have a really old MacBook that I've been trying to like get to work. I got it to turn on once, and then the rest has crashed. So. I don't know. I got to figure out another way. You, you, you play enough and fuck around enough in game that I, I feel like you need a Windows machine available to you somewhere, man. Probably, probably. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I, maybe I just need to look for like a cheap Windows machine or something like yep. that. Get, your, uh, get you, get you a laptop and have that, and just yeah. you know, what I'm saying nothing, nothing that's going to take up too much space unless you're trying to get down. Yeah. And you know, what I'm saying and just be fine. Because I just need something, honestly, to just move shit here and there do stuff like that that, that that oftentimes works better in windows because pe people are constantly in, in, in there you know yeah. tweaking things so that's kind of where i'm on that and then the other end too is just uh i'm back on like needing to offload this fucking steam deck because like i like i'll get into like okay i'm gonna use it i'm gonna use it it's just it honestly it's probably like the biggest like gaming purchase regret um it's not a bad device. It's just not for me. It's just yeah. not. It takes too much tinkering, takes too much work. I was like, okay, you know what? Because I was actually talking to Devlin about this uh, recently because he got a PlayStation Portal. And I was like, okay, I want it. Let me fucking see if I can get this 
this application to work so that I can remote play the yeah. PlayStation off the Steam Deck. I got it to work one time. Every time I open it up, it's like it just crash, crash, crash. And I had to, I even got the little Bluetooth keyboard so I could fucking type shit in and then do it all the right way. I'm copying codes and shit, looking like a fucking hacker over here. And like I said, got it to work once. And I'm just like, this is more work than what I really want to do. So yeah. the system really just sits. Like there's a game called, oh, what's it called? Like fucking Hell, Hellscape or Hell, Hell, Hell something. It's yeah. basically like, Tony, like old Tony Hawk style, but like with demons and like you got to smack them with your board. It's kind of fun. Does not run great on the Steam Deck. Like if you pause, you cannot resume. And so it's like, wow. well, that sucks. Or like if you want to get the game to start, sometimes it'll completely boot up and other times it's just like you'll get through a couple like splash screens and then it's just black. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I don't have fucking... I don't have the time or the energy for this. Whereas like, I think a portal PlayStation portal would be better for me because it's really just like set it and forget it. Scan the thing to do the thing. And it fucking does the thing. I, um, I don't want to copy any more code and then there's an update and now it don't fucking work anymore. So anyone wants to buy a fucking steam deck, hit me up. I'll cut you a deal. This bitch needs to leave my life. <laughs> I might end up getting it from you anyway. So. Yeah, all right. Let me know. Let me know, man. Because it's like I said, it's not bad. It's in great condition. It's just it's not for me. I I'm I'm not the PC person to yeah. work through it. So, yeah. um, that's kind of where I am on that. What do you guys What are you guys watching lately, Dylan? What have you been watching? I was looking it up because I didn't watch much, but I watched the movie. And Chalfie can watch because he has my Voodoo account. <laughs> Night Night Swim. Okay, yes. Yes, with like the haunted ass pool. Yeah, it was a weird concept. Like, the fuck is a haunted pool gonna do? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the movies are alright. My 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 whole thing about horror movies is if you're gonna do the horror thing, I like for there to be consequences to it. Like any horror movie where then no one dies, I don't like. Yeah, that's just called a movie. Yeah, that's like that's not a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, and Night Swim is one of those movies where it's like, ah, it's a cool, it's an interesting concept, but there's almost it's so, not really horror. It's more like a thriller. So you got creepy shit happening in a pool, and no one drowns and dies. I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's the the I'll put it this way. The kill count is very, very low. Like really low. And I and it, I don't mind it if the story keeps it you entertained for the movie, like for the whole movie, but mm-hmm. it really doesn't. It's like all right, it's the pool. People are dying when they get in the pool or something like that. Right, this pool's trying to kill them or something like that. Yeah, right, yeah. This is this is all right, I guess. And I'm like, no. <laughs> You're not sold on it. Not sold on it. It's like a. It's, 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 on paper, the idea sounds incredibly stupid. <laughs> Here, and then I watched it, and, and it and, was incredibly stupid. And execute. No, no, that's not. That's the the problem. On paper, it's incredibly stupid, and execution is incredibly boring. That's the problem. Because mm-hmm. I don't mind stupid. I think Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey is stupid. 
and it's bad. Uh-huh. But it's it, it's so bad, it's entertaining because it's really bad. Like 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 this movie is just like uh, it's kind of boring. Like all and the sometimes with movies like that, it's like if the movie knows what it is, then you can work with it. You know. Yes. I, I guess in my head, I was thinking Christine. Okay. Because the concept of Christine is a stupid concept. Oh yeah. It's like a car going around killing people. But the execution is fun and it's like it's dumb fun, stupid. And reality, I just got like a boring knockoff of um what's the movie like an exorcist type movie. Like it's not yeah. just kind of boring. Cause I thought it would be more like uh because when I saw it too, it really made me think of the Twilight Zone. There's the one episode yes. where like the kids go swimming in the pool, but then pop out in the fucking like Neverland area where it's just like it's like a gang of other kids. And I guess this pool has like always been like a fucking portal or something like that. No, that would have been cool. This is not that. Damn. Fail. This is literally the pool is haunted. And and and, and the thing about it is. What about the area surrounding the pool? Like, you know, no, the deck. No, just the pool. And, 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 and T, I know you're wondering. I know what you're thinking in your head. You're like, why don't you just close off the pool? Right. Spoilers. That's what they end up doing. <laughs> okay, because that was, that was my thing, too. That was like, I guess the easy thing here is just don't go in the pool. Yeah, just like, seal off the pool. Yeah, just wrap it up. Be like, hey, you know what? Take the water out. Fill it up. Done. Yeah. No more. Now it's not creepy. <laughs> now, exactly. What are they gonna have? Haunted patio? Now you got some deck furniture. They're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Adirondack chair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not my chaise lounge. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Don't feel the same. Don't feel the same. Oh yeah, that sucks. Nah, I ain't with that. How about you, T? What's on? What's what's been on your screen? Um, I ran through right here. I watched uh, Echo, which is uh, five episodes of Disney Plus. They dropped them all at once, and you can watch it on Hulu if you're so inclined. Is it's it all about Mark Echo? It's the latest uh, little yeah. Marvel joint. It is uh, a Marvel Spotlight show. They use that. They're going to be using that particular header for their more uh, violent shows, more their more M-rated joints. Okay. And uh, so Echo, uh, you might if you watched uh, Hawkeye series. She was uh, his his uh, nemesis in that uh, particular show, and now she has her whole has her whole show, and then she goes back to Oklahoma where her people is from, and so forth, and ends up still having to fight against the kingpin and his folk. And I liked it; I, I didn't love it, but I really did dig it. I very, She's I very Native American enjoyed. too, which is pretty yeah, cool. yeah. D- uh, uh, and and she truly, she actually is a, a, a deaf and is a. Uh, uh, and NPC, surely I believe she uh, is. is uh, I think she's missing the leg, Ali. So, I was about yeah. to say, wait a minute, <laughs> this bitch missing an arm? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's missing the leg, and 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 is deaf and speak and 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 and, and speaks by a sign. And uh, like a missed opportunity she, to me. She's a dope. Yeah, char- she's a dope character. Uh, and and I I very much enjoyed that series. Uh, and I I like I I appreciate them dropping it all at once. Because you end up getting basically like just a, a, a little a, about a movie length of a, a production situation that way. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard this, Shelfie. They connected the Netflix universe to the MCU shows. Oh, really? 
Yep. Yeah. So, so that Daredevil is part of this? Yeah, that is correct. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I dig it. So I, I don't know if you do. Uh, Carol in the End of the World. This is a show Anthony recommended to me, and I keep trying to... I'm on, oh, I've I been seeing this, it on I want, Netflix. I've been wanting I, to watch it. I would like to sing the praise of this one far and wide so more people can watch it. Carol in the End of the World is an animated show uh, on Netflix. It is about a woman who uh, the planet is going to end. Seven months, the planet is going to end. There's nothing that can be done about it. Uh, an object from space is going to strike the planet, and 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 all we're all will, will be lost. It just is what it is. And this woman just wants to live a life. Whereas at, at this point, everybody else on the planet—not everybody else, but seemingly everybody else on the planet—is like, "Well, fuck it. If it's about to be over, let's go live. Let's get out there and enjoy what we can, and as long as we can." And that's just not who she is, not who kind of person she is built to be. And I love the story. And uh, it, it's really good. It's really, really good story. It's really great writing. Did you and ever watch the show Baskets? No, I don't know that. I've heard of okay. Baskets. Okay, Baskets is, uh, it's, Zach Galifian- it's Zach Galifianakis. He had this show on FX a while back. It's a good show. It, mm-hmm. It's real fucking weird, too. Because um, it's, uh, he is a rodeo clown or wants to be a rodeo clown. Um Louis Anderson plays his mom. Yeah, he won. I feel like he won like a Golden Globe for that performance or something. Didn't yeah, he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this lady who's like, I can't recall if she's like interested in him or is just like a neighbory friend. But the character, the main character, the woman, she looks like that, and she's the character in Baskets. And like in all the seasons, she's always got like a broken arm. <laughs> But it's that same sort of deadpan, monotone yeah. speaking type of thing. And that's what, when I saw the, the, the little trailer, I was like, oh, that's homegirl from Baskets. So <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta watch yeah. that. You you should definitely check out Carol and Carol and the End of the World is, is the name of the show. Uh, Carol and the End of the World. Yeah, yeah. What else am I getting down with? Um, rewatched all of the bear, both seasons. So good, huh? It's so good. I need to watch Man. that show, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking, you, bro. It's one, at least for the first season, super sitcom length episodes, mm-hmm. 20, 30 minute episodes, nothing to it. Yeah, you, you, right finish, it. you finish the the fucking seasons in like two nights. Yeah, they snap too. Just bang, bang, bang. Yeah, and um, what they just won all those awards for was season one. I cannot wait. For them to go for season two, season two, they're gonna really take home some metal because yeah. it is that much better. Yes, and I'm like, it's just it's such a great show. Because when, it's- um, you know, it's like whereas like season one was the adventure, you know, you're figuring it out. Whereas like season two brought the art, like yes. you just you just got some stuff like okay that show that episode when um. Uh, fucking homeboy from Lo- Loiter Squad, uh, pastry Go- chef guy goes to uh, goes to Amsterdam or no, yeah. uh, whatever, uh, Denmark. Yeah, so, that whole Amsterdam. that yeah. whole experience and like, just they really set tone in it. Whereas like the first season's chaos, it's high, it's fucking stressful, you know. <laughs> and then the second season really develops like each character. You get the feel for them, but it it kind of does what Atlanta was striving for, but cleaner. 
Whereas like Atlanta went really, really abstract, but in some of those like really good artistic episodes, maybe like the first season or so, it's like, it kind of has that same vibe where it's like, oh, I'm watching something here. Like I am experiencing something very unique, but it's, uh, it's, it's beautifully shot. Yes. It's, per it's perfectly acted. It is uh, just a sight to behold. It is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then like, I know it seems dumb, but I was just telling my son about this morning, uh, uh, this afternoon, rather. Episode seven of season two, there's a scene where this dude walks to this restaurant and me and Chopper went to that restaurant together. Oh, yes. And when we see uh, every time I see the restaurant, I'm like, yeah, I was in there. It just it just does something to me, man. It almost makes you cry a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. So also what I've been doing is watching a ton of YouTube. And when I watch YouTube, use these reactions. So I'm watching people watch the bear for the first time and they'll be watching the episode that gets me in my, in my, in my, in my feels. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm about to cry because of Richie, man, this motherfucker. <laughs> Cause he oh, used to yeah. be that, that just the character he became. And so it's just, man, when he like, without giving any spoilers, when he went to go work at that other place. Wow. It is a perfect gross. episode of yes. television. I know everybody uh -huh. loves season two, episode six. And uh, my homegirl, Nick Jew, said it the best. He goes, that shit was like a stage play and yes. not in a good way. Yeah. I get it. Everybody and their mama's there and they all acting. But yeah. no, it's the episode after that where yeah. it's truly. Because that one could have been it's that could have been a short film. Yes. Standalone. You saw a character take an arc. Like you really witnessed and experienced everything for him. And then when you realize in the end, it's just like, and this is it. And it's like, what the fuck? It was and, so good. And it pays off so good in the remaining episodes of that season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that show was great, Devin. Please watch the bear. I'll yeah. check it out. I like, I, had, like when you go with your lady and you're kind of chilling after you're getting down. Oh, yeah. Plus, she cooking shit. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yes, she is. Yeah, y'all yeah. both would appreciate that on so many different levels. Fuck with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do Longer it. Longer the short way, man. Watch yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> uh, let's see. What have I been watching? I've been watching. Um, like TV also hasn't been hit neither too because we've watched so much stuff, and then with writer strike, it's kind of like man, they got a lot of shit to watch. Um. But one show we do really, really enjoy is Love on the Spectrum. And it's yeah. like a sort of dating show where like people with autism are fighting a partner. There is a part of me that like doesn't like the show because then I'm like, are we we're just exploiting these people? Of course. And so it's like, damn, it's that horrible. sucks. But then on the flip side, it is it's it's comforting to see like people just connecting with people on like a really base level where it's not about being superficial where it's just like oh man i want a big titty woman you know it's like they're really just like like there's this one couple that goes to kenya because they have connected and bonded over their like love of lions and so they sing like fucking like lion king songs to each other and shit you know but like that's, oh, that's their cool. stuff so it's very like authentic you know so it's like that's really nice and then i watched that um Pillars of the Flower Moon, the Scorsese movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was weird, you know. Oh, like I've heard that. I don't, I don't. By no, no, no way is this like one of Scorsese's best movies. 
I don't think De Niro was like super solid acting in this. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was real like, I don't know, he just always came off corny to me. Um, but Molly, who I believe is the actress who's nominated, um, she was good. She was really good. Like she was an individual in this show that was like, damn, or this movie that to me really, really stood out. Um, I wish it would have maybe added a little more history in since it was like based on like a historical event. Yeah. Um, but it was to me, honestly, it was just fine. It was just a fine movie, you know, not really big. So that's kind like of three all. and a half hours, right? His shit was long too, man. I watched that bitch <laughs> like a miniseries. I was like, yeah. Mm -mm. My wife was like, oh, wow, well, this movie should be done soon. I was like, it's three hours. And so then she's like, no, it's not. So I paused it and she's like, there are still two and a half more hours of this movie. And I was like, yep. <laughs> like, yes, it's real fucking long. So um, that's kind of all really like I can't think of anything. I know we've watched some other stuff, um, but just it's I think it's just been like catching up on just a bunch of random things. You know, nothing's really been like sticking out. But um. You know, for our last segment, you know, we just uh, we always like to end it with this little musical vibe. So, T, what you what you spinning? I told you we'd come back around to uh, the universe yelling at me. I woke up uh, last Thursday morning, and out of nowhere, I was just like, "You need to listen to something in the way of things." I'm like, "What yeah. the fuck?" And I'm like, "Where does that come from?" And I and and I don't know where it came from, but that yeah. is a uh, poem on the roots of. God, fifth, sixth, seventh album, Phrenology. Mm -hmm. It's a very special album. If you are not down with it, if you, if you folks the roots, that album probably has some meaning to you too. But Something the Way of Things is Amari Bakar, I believe is how you say his name. He's a poet. And it's this, and it's just this amazing poem, but it's like, of course, the roots and music in the background, and the music is real. Kind of, I don't know, haunting is almost how I would describe it. And uh, for whatever reason, man, I just had to, had to listen to it. Could not like my day was not gonna be complete until I did, and then spinning that song like a good six, seven times that night. I kept just nice pulling the needle back and dropping oh, it again. Go, pulled, go, go, yeah. And I just I don't know, man. And so that 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 was my. I think it's the only thing I I, I put on the record player last week, man. I just was on that shit. And so, that's what's up though. Yeah, it's yeah. Like when you find that when when the music strikes like that too, it's like that's it's 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 hitting that tone. Yeah, bro. It, it just I, usually I can be like, oh, I must have heard something. Oh, I saw something sparked it. I saw old boy in this movie, so let me go watch this movie. Something I can put it together, but that it literally. I woke up that morning it, and I, I and it just hit me, and I was like, get that record out and play that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So that's just what ended up happening with that particular thing, man. You should go. You should listen to. I'm telling you, listeners, you should nice. go give the Roots Phrenology record a listen. What that movie record is is it's 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 sad in a way too, but it's like it's them dealing with a uh, Malik B leaving the roots mm -hmm. or being kicked out of the roots actually because he was a uh, he had just chosen drugs over performing and uh, there's a song in there called Water and it's like ten minutes long and it's just like them saying how they wish he would get over the water and it works on a, you know, it, it's meant to be on a couple of different levels of over the water and there's an above the water and of course over the drugs themselves and that and like I said something the way of things and like just amazing brilliant like there's so many like works of art pieces that I would almost describe on that on that album and I'm gonna just tell you right now man if you can find you the vital me please pressing of it I'm gonna say it's like 
2020, maybe 2019, something like that. There, I don't, I can't re- remember the date. That's the one you want. It's there. It was an essential release that year, so they, mm-hmm. so that so that they really take good care of those essential releases for yeah. Anime Police. And uh, if you can find that version of it, bro, yeah, because it it sounds so good, man. I, let me say, I tell people, the people like I, I buy records from Get On Down, and they're fine because they make some nice records. They get, they, they look good. They never boom. Uh-huh. But them Vitamin Please records got some bass in them, man. And they, they always do. are well cut, and they always got a little rumble to them. So I actually signed back up for Vitamin Please because next month's uh, rap and hip hop album is uh, OC's uh, Times Up, one of my favorite albums ever. Because mm-hmm. of course, Times Up's on it. I, I actually, no, the album is Word Life. Times Up is my favorite song off that album, and uh, I cannot wait to uh, possess that on vinyl. <laughs> I actually own the single on vinyl. I actually have on uh, Times Up on uh, twelve inch single, but I want that whole, you know, album on vinyl. I'm very excited about that. So I signed back up for Vinyl Please for next month's rap and hip hop album. And uh, yeah, man, I love I love records, bro. I love physical media and everything. We be, we be talking about that all the time, but man, yeah. records is something so special to me, man. And I get down with the get down, man. Nice. What about you, Delvin? What are you what have you been listening to? Ugh. I've been listening to. Well, let's get the bad out of the way first. <laughs> that, that terrible Nicki Minaj disc. Yes. Dude, wow. The, Good I, lord. Let me play, let me say this before I say something about this. I think Nicki Minaj is possibly the greatest female rapper who ever lived. She's in that. She's in that top five. I know people. Her range, her lyrics, she's in that top five range. Okay. I think she's an amazing artist. That being said, her last few things that she's put out has not been great. And in particular, this disc record is one of the worst disc records I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's real bad. It's really bad. And I am a person because there's been rumors that she's on drugs and stuff like that. I am a person who never really comments on it. Like, I don't want to get into that. But this feels like, yeah, she might be. You know what it felt like to me? You know what it reminded me of? Eminem relapse. In the worst way. Like, you, when you like when you hear, you're like, you didn't have to put this out. You are better yeah. than this. Yeah, and, you could you could have let this one be, and, and it's it's more kind of shocking to me because Nikki, to her discredit, she has always been the artist who could come out there and put a song out that dissing another female artist, and, and that song would always get the praise because, frankly speaking, as of late, the competition really in that turn in that lane hasn't been there for her mm-hmm. so when the whole thing happened when that was friday when the song hiss came out yes and you had someone coming at her and and the last time you really had somebody come at her like this was remy mm-hmm. so it kind of was exciting like okay we got somebody who's coming at her with yeah. a good song that's going to give us some confidence so we're going to get something back that's at least entertaining and, and people she- were like she came back with she might as well have done the fucking uh the, what is it the Flintstone rap style. Yeah. It really it was like you can be disrespected for, for a Flintstone bar. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
It was so this, bad. Yeah, it, it it really, really was. It was just like, come on, you. It was. You shouldn't have done this. Like, it was, no. It was really bad. It was like, it was, you should apologize for putting this shit out bad. Yeah. Now, something and she was, did. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to, uh, pull the bass down some and, and turn my vocals up and blah, blah, blah. As if that'll fix this terrible, no, terrible, terrible no, song. She, it what, won't. Because the bar is whack. Like, just let I me mean, call it what it is. Yeah, <laughs> what, what she needs to do, stop dissing. Stop all this stuff. If, if she's still serious about music. Yeah. And this is still her thing in her past, which I don't think she is anymore. I think she's leaning more towards the I want to be a personality thing because people love her as a person. Yeah. A person Love personality. Well, that's fine. If, if she really, I don't think she, did this thing, in that, dead that. You yeah. lost. Let's call it a day. Let's stop doing that. I think she needs to go in there now and kind of do what Drake did. After Drake got smashed by Pusha T, so uh-huh. I said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I do best. Make hit songs. And that's yeah. kind of what she needs to do. Yeah. Just fu- fucking go in there. Yeah. Make hit songs. Because like, she, she spends too much time or has over the years spent too much time picking fights where there wasn't a fight. Yeah. Let it ride. Like just fucking relax and do your thing. The other aspect to this is she's in a place now where, because I agree with you. Um, and this will go into the most deaf thing too. Like Drake is pop, not hip hop. Just yeah. isn't like, and and that's not a diss. That's a fact. He can do rap songs. He can for sure, but he's a pop artist. I think Nicki Minaj would benefit from that same thing too. Just really lean into the pop. You got the people, and and just go with that. But there's no need to be dissing people frivolously. Also, right. like. People only know Megan the Stallion from the radio. Yeah. Listen to her albums. She can rap. She can rap like a motherfucker. And she is. And when you when you listen to her rap, you realize that she is rapping intelligently too. Like she's she's not just linking words. There's depth, there's layer, there's like She's she's just not saying like random ass like street shit. Like she's really coming with something. It's like, oh fuck. I mean, and I think we can all agree, like that Megan's Law line, that's one of the hardest lines I've heard Bars. in a long time. Where it's oh, just yeah. like if you if you're that dis- one, you just kind of go like, I'll go take exactly. a nap real quick. I'm gonna go make a sandwich. And, yeah. and if you if your the, the the best your this is, you're a bitch, you're a whore, you got shot in the foot, and your mama dead. Those are your that, that's that's who you come up with. That's not you dissing me. That's you just being mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the crazy thing about it is, what is more hurtful, I think, personally, is the fact that Megan's bars were accurate. Yeah, like she she kind of did the Eminem eight mile thing in terms of like she was like, y'all talking about me being a hoe and dating all these guys. But yeah. yet, you know, this, these are the same guys who want to date me, right? <laughs> and, and y'all, and the, and the and the women that y'all are dating look like me, right? And exactly. This, like, why are you mad? But l- let me live, you know. And so it's, she, it's just such a unique way to come in a diss yeah. record, and it it made it so. At least I think in terms of Nicki Minaj, she should have 
fell back a little bit and yeah. Well, I think not even like fall back. She just should have just never like gotten involved. Like just fucking let her yeah. ride. Like just, yeah. just just be, you know, and then just to put out those like wild, like weird videos, like just dumb. But uh T's uh uh co captain over there on, on skim, uh Anthony posted something on Instagram that had me fucking dying. When it was like, this is what Nicki Minaj has always sounded to me. And it was like one of those videos, like if you remember the classic uh, Waka Flocka fucking Soldier Boy Shot Bus Shorty, like, yes. <laughs> which is a classic. This Nicki Minaj one where she's like, all she ever sounded to me was like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I've never seen that one before. I was dying because I just thought, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I love it. <laughs> I think we're starting to see. Unfortunately, I think it is unfortunate, but it's to her also to her undoing her, partly her undoing herself. The female rappers are are surpassing her, are passing her yeah. by. The game is passing her by. Like even Cardi, the person who they gave the most flack to for not having bars, uh-huh. I've heard some Cardi B songs where she is spitting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. But it's it's just that want to fight. Like, why you guys shit on everybody? You know, like there's there's just you don't have to, you know. So that shit. But yeah, that was some. Uh, lately, these uh these rapping on wax has been these beefs haven't been that good. They've been terrible. <laughs> been like, what? like even even like um Benzino's verse was goddamn garbage. It was awful. Yeah. And then even the Eminem like first response was like, it's all right. It's, yeah. This isn't like, I'm like, come on. You've been saying this man looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex for like 30 years now. Yeah. You can stop now. We, we don't yeah. need to hear this. It's thing. just like, you know what? These are all, all these tropes are played out. We yeah, let's how, just move on. How many times are you going to tell us this dude like a dinosaur? We know. Yeah. He looks yeah, like a dinosaur. It. We got it. Yep. <laughs> Little arms, no yeah. neck, <laughs> big head. We get yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. stop telling us this Eminem. <laughs> we get it. Stop. Yeah. It's just it's just seeing uncles fight again. We're just yeah. like, okay. All right, let's it's just like, separate him. Listen, oh fuck. He brought yeah, here, here we go. He brought it. He brought up the uh he's gonna talk about his old records now. Uh, how that I, you I, broke him in the third grade. I, I, <laughs> I, I will say this. Here are these songs I've heard recently. Makes me have a greater appreciation, which I already had a great appreciation for, for guys like Black Thought Nas. Guys who are like close to their fifties in their fifties, still putting out high quality hip hop music. They ain't getting in nobody else's lane. They doing their thing, and they just kind of like, I don't know, I yeah. I do what I want to do, and make music what I want to make, and you can buy it or not, you don't buy it. Because they're not making music for TikTok or Instagram. Like they're just like, listen, I'm I just make music, period. Yeah. Not yeah. I make music for. Even yeah. the whole thing with uh Twenty One Savage, where he said the stupid thing about Nas, Nas could have went at him and ate him alive. Yeah. And now he's like, Nah, we ain't doing that. Nah, brother, we'll we'll do a song together. We can squash this before it even starts. Well, you know what? And I think, like, I understood it from both angles. One, I liked that Nas didn't take the bait, but at the same time, like, Nas just isn't that dude for the younger. Ask my son who Nas is. He'll be like, I don't know the fuck you're talking about it just he's not of that moment you know yeah. not to say that 21 savage isn't he probably still is 
old enough, young enough to know, but it's like, that's not their pioneers. Their pioneers think, are someone different. I think this generation is starting to learn about Nas more because of those six albums mm -hmm. in like two years. They're like, oh, yeah, this dude is really that guy. Yeah. But I think we're, I think the direction we're going is, I think we're going to get back, back into bars and move so. away from the sing songy. Because I think it's oh, just. I, I almost forgot another one. That Jay Z D'Angelo song. Ooh. Oh, off that the damn uh, book of Clarence. Yes, the D'Angelo part is good. The Jay Z part is terrible. He just got to keep buying Basquiat's. Stick to that. <laughs> no, it's like he's like he's like it's like he's trying to slam poetry. Uh huh. So he's like talking over a beat. He's not rapping. He's just talking over a beat for like a minute and a half. Like, we didn't need you on this song, fam. <laughs> you like you are you are actually making this ten minute ass D'Angelo song worse yeah. with you being here. Yeah, I gotta check it out just to know. When I take the dogs for a walk in a bit, I'll listen to it. Then I'll text you and be like, "Why am I listening to this shit?" Yeah. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good vibe. The song itself is a good vibe. Like oh, I'm relaxed, I'm kicking it back. All of a sudden, Jay Z come like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> like you can go, you, you can leave now. We don't need you on this song. Well, let me let me shift up on my end because I wanna I wanna touch on something T was talking about earlier. <clears throat> okay, so I think last time we talked, I was like super interested in getting the uh, Nirvana Nevermind album on the the silver, the silver vinyl. So I got it, and because uh, it was one of those things, I was like. Out of nowhere, I was like, I really want this. Like, I really, really want this. And I really want to listen to it, which I had been burned out on that album because it just had so much radio airplay that I was like, I just can't listen to it anymore. But then I started listening to it and it had played it like a few times. And my wife was like, why are you playing this? Why are you playing this? She's like, it's just so old and played out. And I was like, I don't know, just been feeling it lately. And then a couple like the night before that same night was when we went to go see Kenny Beats. And at the end of his set, the last song he played was Smells Like Teen Spirit. And everybody was singing the fuck out of that song. And she was just like, how did you know he was going to play this? And I was like, I don't know. It's just it was in the air. Just knew, you know, like this is coming. Um, but so I finally did get that album. Um, one of my like an artist I really like that's a newer one that I had like interviewed a while back was Bruiser Wolf. He came up with this follow-up album, which has really shown a lot of growth. And that's my stories have stories. Um, super hyped off that album. Sounds so, so good. Um, and like I said, it's just got a little more, a little more style on it, a little more variety, uh, a little more polish. So it's, it, that's a good one to really check out. And I've been listening to that a lot. Um, I, I've been wanting like a Zotrope album for a while. And that's where, the record has like images on it. And if you can capture it like through your phone and with some light, like the images animate. So this one, it's like these poops that fall into it, put on glasses and fall into a toilet. And uh, it's Baby Tron's like latest album. And so I was like, I really like this album. I've been wanting a Zotrope one. Fuck it. Let me just get this. So I'm glad I finally have one in my collection. But the big one, and I know I talked about this before, and I shit you not, every fucking morning when I get into the shower or out of the shower, the theme song from WKRP in Cincinnati plays in my head. That's a good Baby, one. if you ever want, and I'm just like, every day, 
like every fucking so i finally bought i actually bought a 45 that is like a stamped um promo pressing so it's like early in it too and i was just like damn i just it was one of those and it was fucking cheap too that shit was like five bucks i was like you know what i'm gonna get it so super Got stoked factory finally tv changing did it work Did you yeah, hear? I heard at that time. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's see if I can get you just a little bit of this right here. Hold on. Okay. Shout right. Factory TV. Oh, come on. Shout Factory on. TV. Rest of those, yeah. Shout Factory TV. Just trying to advertise. Weather today in the greater it's Cincinnati area. Song, y'all. Yes. It's also, one of TV's greatest songs ever made. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't settle for imitation. It's the long version too. Was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. When, when TV shows had a little bit of a something going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Word like the opening was its own show. Then it slides up. It's so hard. The air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Damn. Just so fucking yacht rocky, man. Love it. Once in a while, bruh, that bar right there, bruh. <laughs> maybe me, maybe you and me were never meant to be. Yeah, maybe just think of me once in a while, right? Oh, damn, love that album <laughs> so much. Every you know day. song does that for me? The theme for Taxi. Oh, yeah, oh, man. I ain't even thought about Taxi's theme forever. Yeah. It's a great theme. It's just music, right? Yeah, it's just music. Mm -hmm. Just the vibe of it. But that was the thing. It was like those opening songs. That was like late 70s shows. Man, they put in work. Yeah. Let's see if I can do it again, y'all. We got the mic doing what it's supposed to do. It's like a pickup. Yeah. Yeah. That's like warbly. I think if you talk, it doesn't make the sound. I can barely hear it. Yeah, I can barely hear it now. Yeah. Damn, that was so good. People look it up. Listen to these theme songs. So. <laughs> we just play it out. We talk over it. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> But so with that, you know, we got our good music. We got we got stuff going on. I think our our, our lives are pretty good right now. Just want to thank uh, T for being on tonight. Thank Delvin for joining us, uh, especially back to back shows and whatnot. For sure, for sure. Um, thank you so much, Del. Hopefully, the next episode will be live unless uh, Donnie wants to take over. You know, you know, people be uh, pulling manifest destiny on things. So uh, <laughs> last Monday. Of every month. That's our month. But, you know, then they saw people of color and they're like, we're about to take this over. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give me blankets with smallpox over here. Man. <laughs> oh, you really did watch Killers of the Flower. Man. Like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Whoa. <laughs> All right. For T, for Delvin, we out of here. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>